Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM, 97.3. Your grace, you have changed my story. Protocol breaker, you made a way. You turned my morning into dancing. It is you and just your grace. and mercy brought me through so the essence of my grace is, the city is centered show. on your the grace city's biggest conversation I don't I don't could not have made it without you hey, could not have sailed through without you Papa your loving kindness and grace and mercy 
25 minutes past 6. This is the City Breakfast Show, Dan Hamilton. Song is called Adum Grace. Welcoming you to a great show today. It's a show with many moving parts. Starting on the wings of a great song. The new life is powered by the grace of God. The essence of my praise centered on, centered on your grace. Adum. Starting off with business sense brought to you by ADB. Well, this uh, saying is attributed to multiple people. But the one I have here is uh, attributed to Louis Armstrong. He says, if I don't practice for a day, I know it. If I don't practice for two days, the critics know it. And if I don't practice for three days, the audience will know. So the audience is not your best judge. If you wait for the audience to start telling you, you're probably already defeated. Because if I don't practice for one day, I will know. So don't wait for three days of non-practice. Be hard on yourself. Now, if you can say no to yourself, you can say no to other people. One way of manifesting weakness is not being able to say no to yourself. Now, if you can't be hard on yourself, you can never be a great leader. So Louis Armstrong, he says, don't wait for the public to know your lack of practice. (laughs) If you judge yourself, you wouldn't need the audience to know. It's true for people, it's true for businesses. Don't wait for negative feedback. You should know the thing is not working and seek a new path. Business has brought to you by ADB. Get up to 80% of your next net monthly salary up to 10,000 CDs in our payday plus no interest on repayment within 30 days your money hits your account the same day call 0243-273-369 ADB truly a Greek and more this is the City Breakfast Show the city's biggest conversation join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city 97.3 Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city 973 and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city 973 with the hashtag city CBS The City Breakfast Show This is the the City Breakfast Show.
31 getting into the newspaper review Wednesday the 9th of February at Total Energies we continuously innovate we've redesigned our lubricant bottle into a modding and premium pack it's user friendly with big side handle makes it easy to carry and pour cap is redesigned to avoid leaks and splashes less hence less hence uh, less oil loss we also have a new label inspired by a dashboard with a QR code and display products. This is performance at first sight, same superior quality oil in a modding and premium bottle quartz. Keep your engine younger for longer. Fidelity has exciting news for you. We serve you better with a new customer experience number. Call 0800-003355 today. Reach us on social media. Remember to stay safe during the COVID period. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. Let's get on. Let's get it on. I have the duo in the house, Kukui yes. Selomi Hansen. Good morning, Bernadine. Morning, Kukui. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, thank you. Thank you, and thank you, Kojo. How are you doing? And the Bernadine, no, our balloons. And I say, if I saw the last children's park, and our ball time. No, he's anticipating Valentine's Day. You know, Valentine's Day, a lot of flowers go back and forth. But it's blue. So it doesn't matter. Yes. It doesn't have to be red. It doesn't have to be red. Yes. That was red. There are all kinds of flowers Look of different like colors. So blue tie. Is the that so blue? blue. I just got somewhere it's there. actually a blue tie with uh-huh. flowers. With flowers. Different flowers on it. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't. I was thinking of Valentine, but it looks really. <laughs> I tell you, how you guys doing? Looking forward <laughs> to, to the week, to the system. It's midweek, it's right? Yes, it's midweek. It's the ninth of right. February. February is moving. Over. Yes. Yeah. The right. year is moving. By Monday, no beer on the half hour. Monday is what day? Monday by Valentine's 4 p.m. Day. No beer on the half hour. Oh, you yes. Know, you know your yeah. status. Yeah. I was listening to AJ. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody will see that. Yeah. yeah. Some of that is serious. It's yes. very serious. Very serious. Anyway, we thank God for life. Let's get into mm-hmm. the headlines, starting with the graphic, Kukui. All righty. $6 million appear to explosion fine. Wow. Maxim pays $1 million and $5 million remainder payable within 18 months. Also, here's a weird one. Wreaths and obituary for bust CEO invoke fear. So imagine you're Edwin Provencal, you get to work in the morning, and there's a bunch of wreaths with your name on it. No weapon formed against him shall prosper. 
Amen. That's the whole story. The fire service is also targeting a five-minute emergency response time. That's all on the front page of the Daily Graphic. Now to the Ghanaian Times. A Piate explosion. Government slaps Magzam company with $6 million fine over breaches in manufacture, storage, transport of explosives. Mm. WBG earmarks $1 billion uh, support for Ghana under new country partnership framework. Take advantage of employment opportunities within Ye CEO Justin Kodia urges OT youth and attempt to serve as in North MP with injunction motion unsuccessful. The new crusading guide, Maxam grumbles but agrees to pay $6 million fine imposed by Lands Minister. Also, John Kuma tackles Mahama and says Ghana is facing no liquidity challenge. The NPA secures police support to stop illegal fuel trading and harassment in the Upper East and Pelangio Inc. donates $10,000 to a Piazzi support fund. Now to the fine the Magzam fined $6 million for breaches as Jinapur Institute's 14 stringent measures. NPA solicits support for security agencies to end uh, the support of security agencies to end smuggling. We'll see Ghana out of the woods. This is the World Bank Group. Magzam reluctantly agrees to pay $6 million fine and Dr. Ishmael Aka is acting executive secretary of PURC. The Republic Press, runaway MP on rampage, unleashes guard on bailiff and from toll booths to toilets. Road minister thinks aloud. Power FM boy jailed. Mahama was a failure. He has no right to criticize Akufuado on the economy. This is from Gabi Ochidakun. GES interdicts JSS teacher in Tamale for sexual assault. And Baumia has gone into hiding after tanking the Ghanaian economy. This is from Felix Ofosu Kwachi. Now, if you go to the Chronicle, remember the story about Casapreco sometime last week. Casapreco released a statement um, earlier this week. And those two stories are here. The Chronicle says, according to a writ filed in court, Casapreco engaged in alleged tax evasion. But lawyers of Casapreco have written to the Chronicle um, to um, clear the air on that issue. Efriya Koto, the minister for Agric, is wooing investors to the Agric sector. There's a photo of him with uh, former British Prime Minister Tony Blair on the front page. NPA falls on police to fall illegal fuel trade. And a PRT explosion, Minister orders Magzam to pay $6 million. The Herald front page, the big headline there echoes what we were discussing uh, earlier in the week. Free SHS students nationwide left hungry as food vendors refuse to supply and school authorities are afraid to talk. Mm-hmm. John Mahama joins demo against E-Levy tomorrow. That's a question. Company behind a PRT Hiroshima. Welcome $6 million government fine. An MPP petition to sanction Baumia boys for breaching constitution. Apiate is still on the front page. The informer is talking about the fine, the $6 million fine. Other stories. Ensuring safety on Ghana's roads. Minister urges DVLA, Road Safety Authority, to collaborate with police in enforcing regulations. Dan Boche warns against unprofe- unprofessionalism and dogfight over Ghana's economy as Mahama Gabi slag it out. Okay, a few headlines on the front page of the custodian. A PRT tragedy. Lands minister slaps Magzam with $6 million fine. Anodon Pred demands action on Insoam Gori accident. Police backs NPA to stop illegal fuel trading. And Sisala West MP donates 70 wheelchairs to constituents. The publisher has Gabi's job at Mahama um, on the front page and with a photo of John Mahama and Sarkodier. And um, the headline says, Mahama is like a stammerer criticizing Sarkodier's rap. Gabi goes sarcastic. Bailiff accuses Asin North MP of assault 
and NPA secures police support to stop illegal fuel trading. The Anchor newspaper has a, a story that I guess we should be paying attention to. Danger. Mm. How women in labor are transported to health facilities. And the image, if you see the image on the front page there, mm. you see how the, the they are carrying the, some of them are on the, like some sticks, sticks, all kinds of ca- things. Charlie. Yeah, And the roads as well. Yeah. And the government poo-poo's cooked ratings. Mm. And Napoles works manifest at energy ministry. Let's go online. Citynewsroom.com. Education ministry's meeting with UTAG ends inconclusively. Parties to reconvene on Thursday. Guys, this is getting serious. <laughs> Meanwhile, Power FM journalist jailed 14 days for contempt of court. His media house is appalled by the conviction. They, will, they hint at a review. Also, Road Minister clarifies Tobut for toilet. Comment says it's only a proposal. Meanwhile, Magzam says we never breach safety regulations, but we'll pay the fine. Still on citynewsroom.com. Government lifts temporary travel ban on South Korea. IGP assures of swift investigations into assaults of Connect FM journalists. And transport operators to announce 30% increments in fares next week. Mm. If you go to majoronline.com, it wasn't a statement I made anywhere. Road Minister on converting towboats into washrooms. Okay, I seen North MP ordered his bodyguard to throw me out of his office. Bailiff tells Supreme Court. Meanwhile, Ghana could lose up to 6% of its annual budget funding due to LBG, LGBTQ plus bill. This is the CDD. And uh, if you go to Star FM, the lead story, COVID expenditure, minority renews probe calls after world bank boss disclosure also health minister to be hauled before parliament of a committee snub power fm ohineba jailed over claims against akufado and judges and pack triggers interpol arrest of pantang nurses and midway free teacher lots of stories gna is talking about well toothache day Ghanaians mm. air to disease from overbrushing. <laughs> also, road contractors with fake certificates to be prosecuted according to the Minister for Roads and World Bank to advance $1 billion support to Ghana. So those are the big stories on the GNA's website. I, I think we should start with the World Bank. All right, why we're not? talking about the E-Levy uh, ratings why not? Why and all not? The, why not? Why not? The, World Bank groups has, uh, the World Bank Group has earmarked uh, $1 billion support for Ghana. Mm-hmm. And the story says the World Bank Group intends to mobilize up to $1 billion to support Ghana's socioeconomic development efforts under a new country partnership framework being developed by the bank. It is subject to the approval of the World Bank Group Board at its forthcoming meeting. And the partnership, which is to last for about four years, would require that the funds be used for projects in areas including energy, mm. education, health, and agriculture. Mm. The World Bank Group Regional Vice President for West and Central Africa, Osmani Diagana, disclosed this at a press conference held in Accra on Monday as part of his three-day working visit to Ghana. Well, as a consequence of that, the minority is asking for the Minister for Health to appear before one of their committees. So the minority in Parliament has resurrected his demand for a bipartisan probe into COVID funds following revelations from the World Bank country director that Ghana was given $260 million to fight the pandemic. Addressing the media, ranking member for the Health Committee, Kwabna Mintakando, argued that government has not disclosed the said amount in both the 2021 and 2022 budgets. He also argued that government has not been transparent in the spending of COVID expenses. Mm. Then, according to the public, according to the deputy minority leader, the health minister will be held before a parliament over his continuous snub 
of the committee's invitation. So all of these are fallouts from what Kojo just read. Okay. Now, Maxim is everywhere. Mm. Now, we see on the front page of the Daily Graphic, Maxim Ghana Limited, the company at the center of the explosion that occurred at Apiati in the Presyahuni Valley Municipality, mm. has paid a million dollars into government coffers as a fine. The mm. company has also agreed to pay $5 million or its city equivalent to the government in 18 equal installments of over $277,000 from the first day of next month mm-hmm. until August the 1st of next year. Mm-hmm. So the Minister of Lands and Natural Resources, Samuel Abujinapo, imposed the administrative fine after Maxam was found culpable of regulatory breaches. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed the company to pay the $1 million before the restoration of its license. The remaining $5 million will be paid in those equal installments between March and August next year. Mm-hmm. Now, the minister said the report of the three-member committee constituted to undertake independent investigations into the matter affirmed some regulatory breaches on the part of the company in the manufacture, storage, and transportation of explosives for mining and other civil works. Mm. The fine will be part of the operational funds of the Minerals Commission, the regulator, and the government may use part of that to finance the reconstruction of their PRT community, which was flattened when 10 tons of dynamite 10 tons of dynamite exploded after a truck got entangled with a motorcycle. Well, let's go to the road sector. The minister has been in the news. Parliament has approved loans for uh, road bread construction in the front plains. Mm-hmm. One is the Adorso Echiaman from uh, Road and Bridge. The other is the Bunso to Adorso Road. Mm. And um, the the total project is 350 million euros. Yeah. Now, still in the sector, mm-hmm. the road minister is asking contractors to support the e-levy. Yeah. The story says the Minister of Roads and Highways, Mr. Kusia Makwata, has urged the Association of Road Contractors to support the government's proposed e-levy mm-hmm. as this will be as they will be the direct beneficiary. What about his clarification? So if you go to citynewsroom.com, yes, Road Minister clarifies toll boots for toilet comments, says it's only a proposal. Now, the Road Minister, Kusia Makwata, has sought to clarify his comments on the use of the abandoned toll boots in the country as places of convenience, saying the plan is among many others being considered by government. Speaking on the floor of Parliament, in response to a question by Adaklu MP Gavin Sagboja on why the minister has decided to convert the defunct toll boots into urinals while asking for financial approval to build new boots, the minister explained that he was providing answers to a specific question about what next for the toll boots, to which he provided one of the several possibilities. Mm. All right, now, I wanted to go to education <coughs> mm-hmm. because the Nagra, sorry, the UTAG meeting with education ministry in conclusion, I want you to give me the Herald story on secondary schools. But yeah. this one is by Edna Agnes Boachi. It says the UTAG strike is still in force after its meeting with the Minister for Education, Dr. Aduchum, ended inconclusively. The minister met with national executives of UTAG alongside some other stakeholders on Tuesday to discuss ways of providing better conditions of service to lecturers in order to get them back to the classroom. However, according to the PRO of the Education Ministry, Kwesi Kwating, no sound resolution was reached at the meeting. Both parties have agreed to reconvene on Thursday, February 10, to bring finality to the issue. Um, he says the engagement will continue. So basically, that's it. So the, and the strike is in its fourth week. So Opana sitting here hasn't gone to school for four weeks, but uh, still on education. Yes. Now the Herald is basically quoting what we discussed on the breakfast show on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. So reports are emerging about a massive food shortage at various senior high schools across the country, mm. with some of the institutions said to be feeding their students cocoa, the local porridge, three times a day mm-hmm. without even bread. Mm. Suppliers have refused to supply because the government is unable to meet payment obligations. Mm-hmm. In some instances, the students are said to be eating only dry gary every day. Now. 
Now, he goes on to mention uh, the City Breakfast Show and that a relative of a student did write in to say that the, the, the student came home looking very emaciated and bony mm-hmm. and kids could be running to town to either beg for food or engage in certain social vices to get money to buy food. Now, this Yesterday, is Caleb went to some schools mm-hmm. and they were also saying that, for example, in some of the schools, they were drinking cocoa bar with garnets, no bread. Mm-hmm. And some of the students said they were hungry before lunch and all of that. The key thing was that no school authority was prepared to speak to the media although some students explained what was going on that they didn't get enough variety and they were not happy with the food they were getting the school te- the school heads don't want to talk yeah so as we see here that the, the, some of the schools still have not received their 30 percent some of the people who supply food to the buffer stock have not been paid and therefore they are threatening not to send new new material so it's a story we'll keep an eye on it's not ended just because we did it yesterday yeah, yesterday i also went to legon to engage some students and basically I think 50 secondary percent. school students. No, Legon, Legon. You know, okay. About fifty percent of the students are engaged. When I ask them, so what do you do with your time? You watch Netflix. Ah, they are not studying. They so have what, internet. What are they studying? I get the notes for next year and read. <laughs> Don't you know the course outline? <laughs> or or university is not like that. Anyway, let me take you to Parliament. Parliament calls for national action to halt rising road crashes. All right. The story says Parliament on Tuesday called for a national approach to solving the increasing road crashes, leading to substantial loss of lives. The call follows a statement delivered delivered by Mr. Frank Anodompre, MP for Nsawam Edojri, on the floor of Parliament on Tuesday. On Monday, February 7, five people were reported dead in a road accident at Insawam in the eastern region with others severely injured. Yeah. And Mr. Anodompre described the situation as a tragedy, bringing back memories of the explosion uh, disaster which occurred some seven years ago at Faibor, affecting hundreds of households mm. and claimed one life with several others sustaining injuries. So are they proposing a new law? Are they empowering the road safety? Do, what are they doing? What parliament must do is that when any new road project is brought to them, mm-hmm. they need to ask a few questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roads must be designed for people, not mm. for cars. Mm. And if you are designing for people, you mm. put in place all the safety mm. measures. Mm. So all these things, parliament must really let so it starts with the design. And ask the right questions. Let me give you another road story. This is transport operators. They want to announce a 30% increase in fares next week. This story is on citynewsroom.com by Kennedy Chumesit. Reads, the coalition of transport operators says that 30% increment in transport fares will be announced on February 19. That's in exactly 10 days. The operators had indicated the upward adjustment will be executed regardless of the outcome of a final meeting with the transport minister. Now, they met with government on Monday, but the meeting was adjourned to Thursday. So, two meetings on Thursday. The meeting between UTAG and Minister of Education, meeting between transport operators and transport minister on Thursday. Now, according to the commercial drivers, the increase in transport fares is a result of the hikes in fuel prices and the associated effects on their businesses. Anyway, let me take you to the NPA. They are asking the security services to help them deal with illegal fuel trade. It's also costing us millions of dollars every year. Mm -hmm. The National Petroleum Authority has secured the support of the police in the Upper East Regional Command to assist in curbing illegal fuel trading at the border towns and some fuel stations in the region. The MPA Chief Executive Dr. Mustafa Abdul Hamid enumerated illegal fuel trading in the region, such as fuel smuggling at the border towns, selling of adulterated fuels, mm. operating with expired licenses, and operating without proper safety standards. And we all know that these things cost us about 400 million a year. 
So, um, well, still on fuel, the boss CEOs in the news. Charlie, reads an obituary for mm. boss CEO invoke mm. fear. This is in the Daily Graphic. Mm. Fear has gripped workers of the bulk oil storage and transport company, or BOST, mm. after they were welcomed to work on Monday by wreaths bearing the name of the chief executive officer, Mr. Edwin Provencal. Mm. They were laid at the entrance of the head office in Accra. Mm. The identity of the character or characters behind that is unknown at the moment. Mm. They were mostly white and red wreaths, and they Charlie. bore inscriptions such as RIP Mr. Edwin Provencal, oh. rest well, and other... Oh. Can you imagine? Oh. The message supposedly conveyed via the wreaths was not immediately clear, but Mr. Provencal told the graphic that the development was strange, but Charlie. not unexpected. Mm. He said lately, transport owners' activities on the adulteration and tampering of seals, mm. which is curbed by BOST and the NPA, has made us targets. He said that action is meant to stop the rot in the system, to restore the image of the company, and allow the government to rake in the needed revenue. He says that could be a factor, but he said leading transporters seem disgruntled Charlie. about the Accra Kumasi pipeline taking away their business. The fully operational marine assets transporting fuel to the north might also be taking business away from them. So he says, I'm not surprised because it could also be some disgruntled staff who are worried about the introduction of rigorous performance management systems. So mm. he, yeah, he seems to be aware that there's some people who are not <laughs> fans of the work he's doing. So, but yeah, like you said. Yeah, it's a strange uh, development. But two, strange. two stories on the media for you. So a very... Um, Worrying one, and then another one that an assurance from the IGP in relation to journalists. So, Power FM uh, journalist jailed 14 days for contempt of court. A broadcast journalist with Akrabi's Power FM, Ohinebabu Amabeni, has been jailed 14 days after he was found guilty of contempt of court. Now, he was hauled to the High Court after he was captured on tape claiming the president. After the Zimbabwe met with some eight judges, including the Chief Justice, he accused the president of attempting to influence the outcome. Of the election petition. Now, the Attorney General who led the prosecution argued that the culprit ought to be penalized to deter others from making unsubstantiated claims. Now, a related story is that the company that he works for say they will uh, go for review, possibly. XYZ Broadcasting Managers of Akrabi's Power FM say they are disgusted by the ruling leading to the imprisonment of one of their journalists. Now, the uh, statement released by the media house said it is shocked by the court's decision and has served notice of appealing the ruling. Then a third story, it's not related, but it's still on a journalist. IGP has shares of swift investigations into assault on Connect FM journalists. Now, Eric Nana Jetuya, a journalist who Connect FM in Takradi, says the IGP has called him to assure him of swift investigations into an assault on him by some plainclothes security personnel. Now, the journalist was on Thursday attacked and beaten by some plainclothes security personnel for filming them while with some suspects in handcuffs eating at a popular fufu joint in Takradi. He was subsequently sent to the Western Regional Police Command where his statement was taken. All right. A bit more on education now. French Teacher Mobility Initiative takes off. Mm. So then what they're doing here is the Ministry of Education is stepping up the teaching of French in our country with this program. So under the initiative, 21 teachers of French picked from across the world have been deployed to institutions in Ghana that are teaching French to support in the training of their Ghanaian counterparts. Mm. So the teachers are going to be here for two years. They're expected to train about 4,000 teachers. There are 10 women and 11 men. They are from Andorra, Burundi, Cameroon, Hmm. the Democratic Republic of Congo, France, Moldova, Rwanda, Serbia, Chad, and Togo. Now, they're going to be deployed to the six colleges of education that train French teachers. And the Ministry of Education says the strategic location of Ghana makes it crucial Mm. for us to take the teaching and learning of French seriously. All right. Let me take you to the central region. It's a very interesting region because education, a lot of things started from there. But if Mm. you look at the poverty incidents in the area too, it's really bad. Now, the regional minister has inaugurated development committees for the region Mm. to drive development. The story is on the back page of the Ghanaian Times. Mm -hmm. The central 
Regional Minister, Mrs. Justina Marigold Hassan, has inaugurated a number of committees to work towards the transformation of the region. Mm. It falls in line with the Central Region 2030 Development Strategy, being spearheaded by the Regional Minister, the Regional Coordinating Council, traditional authorities, and other stakeholders. Mm. The strategy focuses on social, economic, governance, and infrastructural development, as well as the environment and human settlement. Mm. And um, they are looking at youth development technology, making the region a hub for infrastructure and agribusiness and she said that the committees would facilitate the development of a regional roadmap framework mm. using specific sectors to drive the regional economy okay we've been talking a lot about water issues now mm -hmm. on the back page of the daily graphic there's a water crisis looming in the western region as the Dabwasi water treatment plant risks a shutdown mm -hmm. so the minimum level of one meter that is mm. supposed to be there currently the level is 0 0.8 meters so that's below the minimum mm. now the plant could be shut down the communications manager of the company says the company was managing the situation in order not to cause a severe water crisis mm. but they've started a water rationing schedule for the region so because of those challenges They've got inadequate freshwater inflows from the Pra Basin, which mm. serves as the raw water source. Um, he said that the um, the source of water for the Inchaban water treatment plant has also not been spared because of the poor inflow of freshwater mm. because of what? Galamse, illegal mm. mining activities. Charlie. So the situation is quite Now, if you go to dire. the Ghana Water Company's website, mm -hmm. there's a pop-up, mm -hmm. which is telling all of us that we are not in good times. Mm. Press release, dry season. Hmm. And they write that the dry season is here again hmm. and its associates uh, repercussions are here. As a result, consumers are experiencing erratic flow of water mm -hmm. in some parts of the country, especially the greater Accra, Ashanti, Central, Western and the Northern regions. But that's the whole country. Yes. <laughs> the management of the Ghana Water Company Limited wishes to assure the consuming public that hmm. it is on top of the situation hmm. and everything possible is being done to solve the issues. And they have given us some tips to save water so that we can, Maybe we can share that during the show. Mm. I have a quick one for you. Ghanaian among arrested ISIL Libya fighters. UN report reveals. Story by Jonas Nyabo, citynewsroom.com. At least one Ghanaian was among the dozens of Islamic states. You, you look Islamic state in Iraq and Levant, Libya, which is ISIL, Libya members who were recently arrested by security officials. Now, the Ghanaian is among 30 foreigners found to be part of the ISIL Libya operations. Now, the other foreigners were from Eritrea, Kenya, Mali, Nigeria, Niger, Senegal, and Sudan. This was in the 29th report of the Analytical Support and Sanctions Monitoring Team of the Islamic State in Iraq and the Levant, Al-Qaeda, and Associated Individuals, Groups, Undertakings, and Entities submitted to the UN Security Council Committee. Uh, the Ghanaian is not named, but mm. it is concerning. Last year, the Minister for Information Control upon Kumar said the government was aware of at least one Ghanaian who had been recruited to participate in terrorist operations. And he said the government will assure, will wish to assure citizens that it will continue to take all appropriate measures to ensure that Ghana is protected. In the last few months, countries that share borders with Ghana, including Burkina Faso and Cote d'Ivoire, have experienced a series of terrorist attacks. And there's now evidence that at least one Ghanaian has been confirmed to have been recruited by some of these terrorist groups to participate in their activities. The full report is on the website for your perusal. Thank you, Kokui. Thank you, Kojo. Coming up next is the City Business News. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. So it's a minute to 7 o'clock. The City Business News is brought to us by MTN. And we are giving away some great, great prizes this season. Talk, text, browse all day, every day to collect points, to use these points to redeem amazing offers and discounted freebies right away. 
MTN Rewards is gifting you discounts on some of your favorite restaurants and stores and allowing you to redeem airtime today. Dial star 550 hash. Get your MTN reward today. MTN everywhere you go. And it's time to be a G with G money. We are the most reliable and secure mobile money wallet. Take part in the win like a G promo win monthly rewards or a brand new saloon car as the grand prize. Visit any G Money agent or GCB branch nationwide, perform transactions to build points and win big. G Money agents are part of this amazing promo. Sign up customers, perform more transactions and win too. Be a G. And Goal has great news for you. We're rewarding prepaying card customers with two Pesua discounts on uh, every liter of fuel you buy. Elevate your goodness. Join Goal Go Clubs today. Enjoy up to three Pesua discounts on fuel, free life insurance cover from my life and all-round discounts on everything. Go to our website, registration.goal.com.gh. Sign up for the Go Club, Girl Good Energy. Bobio says, joining us with the business news. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard, and good morning to you out there. You're welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, and GCB Bank, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, stakeholders in the construction sector call for clarity on how the on, on the use of the e-levy in settling their arrears after the sector minister stated that they will settle their debts once the levy is implemented. And later on, drivers of Uber Bolt and other ride-hailing apps call for an upward adjustment in the affairs to make up for the rise in fuel prices. Let's bring you the details now. The Ghana Chamber of Construction Industry says it expects the government to indicate how much it expects to allocate for the payment of contractors should the e-levy be passed. Now, the Minister for Roads and Highways, Kwesi Amwakwata, is reported to have stated that the government will pay all debts owed contractors once the levy is implemented. Now, contractors, some of who are owed for projects implemented as far back as 2017, have consistently called on the government to honour its obligations to them. Now, speaking to City Business new CEO of the chamber, Emmanuel Cherry, stated that adequate information must be relayed on the government expenditure plans for the revenues expected from the e-levy. Government is putting in place mechanism to raise the requisite or the needed funding to support the sector. We are all for it. But one thing we must also not forget about is the needed revenue that government is about raising is to take responsibility over certain gaps and challenges of the economy. So if certain things of this nature are to be introduced into the sector or in the country to rake in revenue, government must take the needed steps to make sure that he rolling all the key stakeholders on board so that they understand the policies clearly but that was not done so that's the reasons why the ula balo is everywhere it's a well it's a good news it's something that possibly if we should give it a try it will rake in revenue to offset or offload some of the liability of the national pets. One thing government must also understand is, in as much as it's making provisions for the road sector, we must hold government accountable. It must not just be a blanket statement. Governments must make proactive stakeholder quality move to make sure that we measure the promises that he's bringing on board accordingly. How much is he bringing to the road sector? How much is going into the offsetting of the outstanding liability? How much is going for the new project? We want to know all this is. 
CEO of the Ghana Chamber of Construction Industries, uh, Emmanuel Sherry there, staying with the E-Levy economist and lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Dr. Patrick Pukwesuming, says it's time for government to send signals of its willingness to sacrifice some perks if it wants the citizenry to consider accepting the levy. Now, there continues to be opposition to the E-Levy from different quarters, even as government continues to sensitize the public about the need for the levy. Now, despite committing to suspend 20% of expenditure in the 2020 budget, others believe government can do more to show its readiness to also shoulder some of the burden. In an interview with City Business News, Dr. Assuming said the government also needs to signal its seriousness in dealing with the loopholes and leakages in the system. What the government can do is to at least signal something, signal that it's very serious about this, because we are in a serious problem and the government is rightly asking Ghanaians to make more sacrifices to help us get out of the situation we are in. I think that the government should lead by example, by at, at least trying to cut some of the caps we give to our political leaders. It may not bring much by way of revenue, but at least it signals to the population that, look, they are willing to give up something. And therefore, we too should be happier to give up something. But at the moment, if you are simply asking people to pay, we are paying a lot of taxes already. And you are simply also asking people to pay taxes for making electronic transactions. And the people are questioning what has happened to all the taxes we've been paying. Mind you, every year when the Auditor General's report is released, we all hear the amount of waste going through the public sector. So the government should signal its seriousness by dealing with those loopholes first, and then also by showing us that in these difficult times, the government is willing to also give up some of the things, some of the perks that they enjoy. That way, it becomes easier for the government to convince all of us that it's time for all of us to also pay a little bit more to help the situation. Economist and lecturer at the University of Ghana Business School, Dr. Patrick, assuming there. Now, the National Alliance of Digital Drivers is calling on the employers to adjust their fares upwards to make up for the increase in fuel prices. According to the association, the continuous hike in fuel prices is taking a toll on their finances. Now, a litre of fuel at the pumps breached the 7 Ghana City mark in January this year and is now going for about 7 cities 40 pesos at the major oil marketing companies in the first pricing window of February. Now, City News is quick with Yaman Sazmo in this report. At the beginning of the year 2022, price of fuel products at the major pumps in the country was selling for at least 6 Ghana cities 50 pesos. After several adjustments in the first two months of 2022, for the first and second pricing windows, fuel products have crossed the 7 Ghana city mark. This development has prompted many driver unions to call for an increase in transport fares to make up for their loss. Drivers who work with ride-hailing apps are also bearing the brunt of the continuous fuel price increment. According to them, the commissions they make from the rides remain same even though price of fuel products continue to set. The whole day I can buy like, uh, uh, at the end of the day I can buy like uh, 80 Ghana to fill my tank but nowadays if i buy like 1.5 it's not enough for me i have to buy more than 1.5 and because of that it's going against us if they can reduce the the service fee for us because that one is also taking our money if the price did not increase uh, we too it will affect us so now what we are pleading is they should either they should reduce the the fuel price or they should increase the, the the fare for us. If I buy fuel of, let's say, 200 and I work 300, 
how much how much am i going to save and i and definitely i will do i will do maintenance and both also remove their 20 percent inside it is against this backdrop right healing up drivers want the employers to adjust the transport fares to make up for their loss they also want government to regulate transport fares of all right hailing apps in the country you understand the famous increase means that if i am using a fuel say i'm buying a 400 cities worth of fuel to work at the end of the day i should be able to pay my owner the owner of the car out of that fuel I should be able to get something for the maintenance of the car. I should be able to pay the ride-hailing company their service charge cost, and then also there must be something left on me to go home with. You understand? So that's what we are asking for. The, the, the ride-hailing companies, when you are looking at the fares, they have to be considered. You have the president of the National Alliance of Digital Drivers ending that report by City News' Kweku Idriyama Ansa. Away from that, the Minister of Communications and Digitalization, Esla Owusu Ekufo, says there is the need to scale up support for the youth in digitization to enhance digital entrepreneurship. Now, her comment is on the back of a visit to a digital innovation ecosystem and digital tech hub under the e-Transform Ghana project at the Accra Digital Center in Accra. Now, the project, supported by the World Bank, seeks to create opportunities for the youth to learn digital skills for their business startups. According to the minister, despite the achievements the project has attained so far, support from other private entities will also help create an avenue for more jobs to be created. I keep saying that if we give our young people the digital skills that they require today, they will provide the human resources for the world, global world of work in 20 to 30 years. And I think just a little exposure to digital technologies, innovation and skills. So I'm glad that we've been able to do this with the support of the World Bank. About 5,000 individuals have already been impacted, several hundreds of jobs have already been created to go and so we'll continue to do what we can with their assistance and the assistance of other development partners and private sector organizations to scale it up so we can reach even more young people around the country, expose them to cutting edge technologies and then we'll see where that would also take them. Minister of Communications and Digitalization, Madame Esla Owusu-Ekufode. Meanwhile, World Bank representatives also pledged their support to continually partner the government in scaling up digitization in Ghana. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Databank for more on the topic, which investments carry the most risk? The risks associated with investing generally fit into one of two categories, market risk or specific investment risk. Market risk is a risk of your investment declining in value because of economic developments or events that affect the entire market. The COVID pandemic is one example of that. Specific investment risk, on the other hand, is a risk that relates to a specific company or group of companies that form a certain sector of the stock market. So an example could be companies that trade in cryptocurrency. The risk associated with these types of companies is very different from the risks associated with pharmaceutical companies or oil marketing companies. The value of your investment can also change over time, sometimes without warning. We call this volatility. For example, an investment that has a fairly consistent value is considered low volatility. Investments that gain or lose quickly have high volatility and are considered riskier. 
There are many ways to deal with market volatility, such as having the right mix of assets, ignoring short-term losses, or getting advice from an investment advisor. Keep in mind, however, that if you only invest in the lowest risk investments, your money might not keep pace with inflation, which may result in you not achieving an important financial goal, retirement being one example. At DataBank, our team is here to help you learn more about investing, so invest wisely, invest with DataBank. That was Gillian Hammer of DataBank, and that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle, and GCB Bank, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Do have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Forty minutes past seven. So much to talk about Ghana's economy, ratings issues, transport operators want to increase fares. Different people saying they are old. And the educational sector also going through some serious issues. The UTAC strike is in its fourth week. Now the Africa Education Watch is asking for the universities to be closed down. And they have a statement they just issued. I'll read that to you when we come back. But it's it's quite serious now. And some people on campus say, Bernard, we don't we don't know what we are doing. So a, a student I know says, Bernard, good morning. For University of Ghana, we were only given our academic timetables. Course outlines have not been given, and this includes master students. So we don't know what to do. And I'm told that if you go to the campuses. Freshmen have no course outline, no matriculation, no handouts, no assignments, nothing. They are just watch, walking around aimlessly. Some are watching Netflix. Charlie, what is going on with the educational sector? And while we were at it yesterday, there were lots of complaints. Charlie, some school they said they are drinking cuckoo without bread, hmm. but they are giving them granite. It's 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 appalling for me because you see, Bernard, high school food is already Charlie. not the best in this country, Charlie. and to get to the point where the food itself is not coming at all, Charlie. it's problematic. I mean, those in charge need to come clean and say this is the situation. We have a situation at hand, and let's actually Charlie. be let's, hands let's, on let's and solve it. The let's all stop this. Teachers can't talk. Hey, teachers can't. Talk. Nobody can talk. We are suffering in silence. Hmm. Kickoff is next brought to you by Lesheho, the spirit of Africa, a symbol of our resilience and our strength. It's what drives us to do more, become more, and achieve more. We are scaling our digital power with you in mind to create the reality we yearn for for Africa by Africans. Get ready as we prepare to embark on this digital journey together. Lesheho Savings and Loans, let's improve life. He's already announced himself. Benjamin Keta is here. <laughs> well, let's get into the headlines. And CAF confirmed dates for Ghana versus Nigeria World Cup qualifying playoff. Burnley hold Man United to a one-all draw while Newcastle climb out of the relegation zone with a win over Everton. And in the NBA, there were wins for the Bucks, the Mavericks, and the Boston Celtics. <laughs> 
Let's get to the details and let's start off with the Ghana Premier League Dreams FC. They have parted ways with their head coach Vladislav Viric days after their home defeat to Brecum Chelsea in the Ghana Premier League. The club says the decision is a mutual one. Viric joined Dreams in January 2021 and in February of uh, that year, he was a judge best coach in the league. He leaves with the club 11th on the Ghana Premier League table, having recorded one victory in their last five games in the top flight. So, uh, Vladislav Viric has been done away with by Dreams FC. Let's get to some women's football. And Ghana's Black Maidens will face Senegal in the two-legged World Cup qualifier next month. The Maidens have never failed to make an under-17 World Women's World Cup since the competition's inception in 2008 and are one of the most consistent teams in the world, making the quarterfinals in the last three editions. Now, Senegal, on the other hand, have never qualified and face an uphill task to be the maidens who are the only african team to appear at every world cup at this age level the first leg will be played in dakar on march 3rd with the return leg to be played on the 19th of march so that's what's going on now they will play uh, morocco in a friendly match at their craft sports stadium on friday Now the moroccans arrived in the country uh, yesterday for that particular encounter so the maidens are busy let's get to some uh, world cup related news and the dates for uh, ghana's 2022 world cup playoff against nigeria have been confirmed by the confederation of african football CAF. the two matches will take place on thursday march 24 and sunday march 26 2022 in Accra and Abuja respectively. The two teams will compete for one of the five places reserved for Africa in the next World Cup in Qatar which will be played later this year. The other two-legged ties in the playoff will see Egypt against Senegal, uh, Cameroon versus Algeria, the DR Congo versus Morocco and Mali versus Tunisia. The matches were put together after the playoff draw was conducted in January during the just-ended Total Energy's 2021 AFCON tournament in Cameroon. So that's what's going on with the World Cup qualifying playoff. Let's get to more AFCON-related stuff. And Senegal goalkeeper Edouard Mendy believes Egypt goalkeeper Mohamed Abu Gabal, a.k.a. Gabaski, was the best goalkeeper of the 2021 Cup of Nations. Now, Mendy was crowned the best goalkeeper of the competition for providing a safe pair of hands for the Teranga Lions' march to glory. But many believe Gabaski should have won the award following heroic performances throughout the competition in which he saved eight penalties. Let's listen to Eduard Mendy. Gabaski, he, he is the best goalkeeper of the tournament. Honestly, I spoke with him and uh, I told him he, he is the best. He deserves it. And uh, honestly, I was uh, I was really uh, impressed by by his tournament. Senegal and Chelsea goalkeeper Edouard Mendy speaking there. Let's get to some other news. And Chelsea midfielder Hakim Ziyech has announced his retirement from Morocco's national team. The decision comes after the 28-year-old was left out of Morocco's squad for their Africa Cup of Nations campaign last month. Last year, Moroccan head coach Vahid Halilojic accused Ziyech of faking an injury to get out of playing in a friendly and criticized the midfielder's behavior. Ziyech, who has 40 caps for Morocco, has not featured for the national uh, side since June and has now made himself unavailable for the foreseeable future. Obviously, they are, uh, I understand them, but uh, I will not return to the national team. 
Yeah, it's my final decision, and it's all clear for me how things are going over there, and then you know it's all clear for me, and I'm focusing on what I'm doing, and that's right now my club. Of course, who doesn't? Yeah. But on the end of the day, uh, you know, it's a decision he makes, and uh, you know, it's, you have to respect it. But on the end, uh, if all the lying comes comes with it, it's for me clear. And then, like I said before, I will not return to the national team. I understand. I understand, and uh, you know, I feel sorry for them. And uh, yeah, that's the situation right now. So you heard Chelsea and Morocco um, forward Hakim Ziyech um, declaring his um, retirement from the national team there. Let's get to some more Premier League related stuff. And Liverpool forward Mohamed Salah could be in contention to face Leicester City tomorrow, only four days after losing the AFCON final with Egypt, according to head coach Jürgen Klopp. Salah's Egypt were beating in a penalty shootout in which the captain did not take his spot kick um, by Senegal in Sunday's showpiece uh, in Cameroon. Now, Sadio Mane, who scored the winning penalty, joined celebrations in the Senegalese capital, Dakar, on Monday and will not return to England in time to play in Thursday's game, according to Klopp. Let's catch up with the action from yesterday's uh, Premier League matches, match week 24. There was Newcastle United versus Everton. Newcastle winning that game by three goals to one. Let's hear from Frank Lampard, who is Everton manager, speaking about the defeat to his team. Some circumstances against us. Some things we have to reflect on ourselves and go, can we be better? I'm not surprised in that. You know, I've come here in a situation where we know we want to get better at a lot of things. So to come here and lose a game is, is disappointing, but um, we mustn't get, sink into a, an, an idea of letting the feeling and confidence go down. We have to take those, take the night on the chin as such um, and look forward. Everton boss Frank Lampard speaking there. West Ham won by one goal to nil against Watford and then Burnley held Manchester United to a one-all draw at Turf Moor. Let's catch up with Man United interim boss Ralph Rangnick speaking about his team dropping two points. Well, we scored three goals, uh, different from last Friday uh, when we only scored one goal in the first half. Tonight we scored three goals and I thought especially the second one that was disallowed. I watched it right now in the locker room. And, uh, Is this the one with Pogba? The linesman flagged foul, but yeah. he flagged it 10 seconds after that uh, uh, that incident. And uh, this was a very soft decision, I must say. But again, we played an excellent first half. I thought uh, we controlled and dominated the game. Um, we scored three goals, but only one. Uh, two, were, two were disallowed. Um, and then the second half, the first 15, 20 minutes, we were just not aggressive enough. Um, it was clear that they would come out uh, after the break in a, in a more aggressive uh, way to play. But uh, we were not aggressive in, the, in those first 15 minutes, and that's why we gave away the goal. Man United interim manager Ralph Rangnick speaking there. Let's finish off with some basketball and let's catch up with last night's action. The Milwaukee Bucks beating the Lakers 131 to 116. There was also a game between the Trailblazers and the Orlando Magic. The Trailblazers losing to the Magic 113 to 95. And speaking about the Trailblazers, they have traded uh, shooting guard CJ McCollum to the um, New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, they lost that game. So there's the Timberwolves also playing against the Kings 134. 114. The Timberwolves beating the Kings in that game, and the Timberwolves have also traded Buddy Hield and Tyrese Halliburton for um, Domantas Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers. So, trades going around in the NBA. The Nuggets were victors over the Knicks. The Mavericks continue to be impressive, this time beating the Pistons. The Pelicans won against the Rockets. The Grizzlies were also winners against the Clippers, and then the Celtics 
continued in their resurgence, handing the Brooklyn Nets their ninth consecutive uh, defeat in that one. And then the Hawks won against the Pacers. The Suns went on the road and beat the Philadelphia 76ers. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Kickoff was brought to us by Lechego and Santo Energy. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Good morning, Ben. I wish my daughter, Alicia of BP Catholic College, a happy 13th. God bless you with all the best things in life and God's abundant blessing. Love from mommy. 
your siblings and the entire family. Coming in from Ruby to Alicia of the BP Catholic College. Yes, Bernard, let me say happy birthday to Koliko. Koliko, he's a, he's a building specialist. He's a quantity surveyor, everything. His, his actual name is Mr. Alfred Nelson, a.k.a. Koliko. Happy birthday to you from myself, from Philip, from Ojo, from Dede, from all of us. We wish you a happy birthday. May God continue to smile on you. And also the team at IAPO Studios also wish uh, you a happy birthday. Blessed birthday to my good friend Emmanuel Anku, general manager of Axim Beach Resort and Spa. Divine increase in all spheres of life coming in from Gordon. Sa to you, Emmanuel Anku. And to Emmanuel Nate, aka Aganzi, CEO of Roundtable.com. From all your children in Accra and Mankesim. And happy birthday to Dr. Abigailayi of the Rich um, Hospital from your husband, Kweku Enin. April, all your siblings, parents, and in-laws, not forgetting Adote and the tennis team. And also to Mr. Magnus Resdanka Senior. Mm. Yes, today is your birthday from your boys, Rex and Rex, and the girls, all of them. Mm. Happy birthday to you, and God bless you. Good one coming in this morning. It says, Bernard, truly radio gets results. And it's only City that got me these results. Exactly 6.33 a.m. this morning, Ghana Water Company opened. He keeps using the word pipe. <laughs> I don't know why. He's, he's, dude, okay. it's not pipe. It's I'm, tap. I'm really pipe. No. It's, if, you are, if you are speaking Ghana, speak Ghana. If you are speaking, you speak English. <laughs> what if they open the pipe? Which pipe? You mean your taps are running? Yes. Your taps are running. Don't so, say so, so he will open his tap at home to get the water. Wagana yes. Water has to open the big valve at their place, the pipe, you know, no. for the water to get to his house. So, good news. Yes. So this is coming in from Efoklem Sakumono. There's another um, belated birthday uh, wish to Mrs. Linda Asamoa. Yesterday was your birthday. This is from your husband. This is from Roland, from Martin, from myself, from Edwin, from everybody to you. Uh, belated happy birthday to you. God bless you. And here's one. My daughter is n- is seven years old. Today, the 9th of February, I'd like you to wish her a happy birthday for me. Her name is Lady D. Sedom Dake. Mm. She attends school at Abbey's Academy, Bediakun Sakitema. Wow. Mm. May God grant her good health and wisdom. And this is from her father. Father Michael. So, very happy birthday to you, Lady D. Mm. 
hopeful for today. Take this music and use it. Let it take you away and be hopeful. Okay, so at Viv Vig Val Ahin on Twitter wants to wish her husband very ninth wedding anniversary. Mm. She says he who has begun a good work in us will bring it into full and divine completion in Jesus' Amen. name. Patrick Vigani Valentine, mm. happy ninth wedding anniversary from your wife. She says you've been nothing short of an amazing husband. That's amazing. Yeah. A few more greetings coming through. Good morning, Bena. Please wish Bridget Anku of Hood. Dome, a happy birthday. Today's a birthday. Use your esteem medium to tell her I love her coming from Rama to Kwashi, aka Rama. Also wishing Juta Kwaku of Juta Shoes a glorious birthday. I pray for wealth and good health for her from Mustafa Jima. And a belated happy birthday to Comedian Chemical. Yesterday was your birthday. Um, Comedian Chemical, belated happy birthday to you. And also Nancy Ahimfua Imadi of Cowbank from your husband Salom Brantier and Marie Brantier, the whole family to you. Belated happy birthday to you. More requests coming through. Bernard, please wish my senior sister happy birthday for me. She's Mrs. Selassie Klebeti. Tell her I love her so much. Coming in from Lawrence. Happy birthday to my fresh fruit, Aram Aku Magmauli. I declare the blessings of God upon your life. We love you so much. From Mr. and Mrs. Magmauli of Sakumano Estate. Better day, our taps on town council lane are still not running. Oh, this is coming in from Bob Lee. Okay. All your wishes are brought to you by Creamy Plus evaporated milk takes you back to the original taste of evaporated milk contains all the essential vitamins in the milk with vegetable fat it's available at all girls shop shell shops bachona total and other supermarkets in your neighbor yes i am hopeful for today take this music and use it let it take you away and be Meanwhile, APSA Corporate and Investment Banking has the experience, expertise, and reach to ensure that together you can put your business at the forefront of the financial world, positively impact the communities in which you operate, empower your global vision. Speak to the bank with the bravery to imagine and the will to get things done today. That's Africana City. That's APSA. Visit apsa.com.gh for more information. I wish that we can hold hands, listen instead of dissing lessons from a grown man. And I wish the families that lack, but got love, get some stacks, brand new shack in the lack, that's on dubs. And I wish we could keep achieving wonders. See the vision of And we're still in the fabulous chocolate week of February. It started on Tuesday the 8th with the opening of pots Strong. at the Chocolate City. You wear them or your man's gone. And there's a poetry night today, an old school night, and a cook off competition between various schools on Thursday. There's also a live night or live band night on Friday. On Saturday, there's the Chocolate City Family Day Out. And on Sunday, there's a health talk on the nutritional benefits of cocoa. All of these go until Monday when we close with a final concert. Join the exciting National Chocolate Week from the 4th to the 14th of February. Make sure you visit the Chocolate City in Accra at the Tetequashi Circle and the Kumasi Mall. The National Chocolate Week is brought to you by Ghana Cocoa Board and its partners. Eat chocolate, stay healthy, 
Grogana. And I like how you carry yourself, no insult. Oh, baby, you are well better from home. Yeah, 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 yeah. By default, oh, by default, I would like to hold you down. I would like to show you nicer things inside me. Yeah. Oh, baby, make a hesitate to you. Eh, that's why I'll be available. And I go standing and fight for you. And I go standing and fight for you. I'm a bad man, I'm a bad Every evening, Bible. So we go drive away bad luck. And if there's a thing that I cannot, I will say to you, say to you, we go hand and hand together. That's why I'll be available. I want to just do a quick check on the water situation. So yes, yes, sa- yes. Just hold on. Sakumano yesterday said he didn't have water. They have water today, but somebody called and said he still didn't have water. You said yesterday he didn't have water for yes, two weeks. Um, at two a.m. You got water. The water came. Amazing. Yeah, that this morning is off. But I filled my tanks. That's all. So basically, we are back to the days of storing water. <laughs> yeah. I see. Do you have water? Uh, we do. Ours also comes. And goes. Uh, uh, it comes and goes. So you hear like in the middle of the night so that store. it's open and yeah, yeah. we oh we store. As soon as you hear the drip, wake up. We store, we store. <laughs> I see. If you're listening it, in Takra, then let me know. If you're listening in Kumas, yesterday Kojo, today Kojo read a story from Tamale the, too, from the Ghana Water Company website and they actually said that there was a water rationing program in the Great Accra, Central, Western, Ashanti and Eastern region. So that's literally the whole country. So I think you, you have that story, right? Yes, so, yes. so I just wanted to know how it's going. It's a first release on mm-hmm. their website, uh-huh. and it says that the dry season is here again, and its associates repercussions are also here. Mm-hmm. As a result, consumers are experiencing erratic flow of water in some parts of the country, especially the Greater Accra, mm-hmm. Ashanti, mm-hmm. Central, mm-hmm. Westing, and mm-hmm. the Northern regions. Mm-hmm. The management of the Ghana Water Company Limited wishes to assure the consuming public that it is on top of the situation and everything possible is being done to ameliorate the situation. All right. Management wishes to bring to the attention of all to be part of the solution. Hence, consumers are advised to strictly adhere to the following conservation measures. Mm. Cease indiscriminate watering of lawns with treated water. Moderate the use of treated water for car washing base by resorting to the use of buckets instead of hosing. Shut all taps when not in use. Repair all leakages in your homes, like overflowing reservoirs and dripping taps, valves, etc. Report all best pipes and leakages immediately to the nearest Ghana Water Company district offices. Mm-hmm. 
customer service centers and fault offices. You can also send Google, Google GPS locations, pictures and videos of the best pipe on the Ghana Water Company WhatsApp lines and the WhatsApp lines are here. Now general, general public can call Ghana Water Company on these numbers. 020-738-508. Now, if you go to their website, all the numbers are there. Mm. So, if you can't just... Um, is there, is there there's a water free line. schedule there? there? There is no water rationing schedule here. Wouldn't it be nice so you but, know when you get water so you can plant? But what they are saying is that the Ghana Water Company has currently resorted to water demand management to ensure equitable distribution of the little water currently being produced at the various treatment plants. Mm -hmm. All district offices have been requested to announce to customers on days when water will be flowing mm -hmm. so customers can store some water. So this will be done on a district level? Yes. During dry seasons, consumers resort to the use of treated water for keeping lawns, etc. and we are being um, advised against that. Mm -hmm. And the water company is saying that they are here for us, so we should work together. So will your district, how will your district let you know? Um... I know that if you if you go to the various districts, I don't know if they've expanded that, but some places in Accra, they've got WhatsApp groups for the various communities mm -hmm. where the district manager or whoever is there updates them as to whatever is happening. I know that mm -hmm. happens in parts of Accra, but I don't know how widespread that is. So on your, are you on any platform in your district where they send you messages on WhatsApp? Well, me Molly supplies me water. I, oh, so have you, you no, have I have no business with Ghana Water Company. Ah, oh, 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 oh. So you are like me five years ago. In, in my mind. No, okay. so you're, you're Jones is Maori. You know? <laughs> I told you this. I moved to my house in January 2015. Mm -hmm. And I only got water in January 2022. Mm -hmm. 2021. No, 2022. I got water last two weeks. I think it's we've contributed to connect yes. water to I, the Yes, that's like what we did. So I moved, I, I moved, I moved I to the... Oh, so it only started coming last month? Yes. After you guys yes. did all the payment for the... No, no, so we moved there 2020, 2015. Yeah. There was no water, no pipes, nothing. Yeah. So we started making noise. We'll call, I remember, we'll call Stanley Mate and Co. And then we're supposed to... So they did some connection to part of the area. Then we connect, we collect, we contributed money and paid. Mm -hmm. And then they connected it to the where we are. <laughs> and even that, it took a while. Time. So it was only last month that we actually tasted tap water in my like seven flowed, years yes seven, the tap seven years yes seven years of of so now I don't but even now because we didn't know we don't know when the water comes yeah. so sometimes we still need jones mm -hmm. so sometimes you'll be there and like for two weeks the water hasn't come in and so and if you don't if you are not awake when it flows and you don't leave the thing on you may not have water so well i, th I think we need to spend some time on this yes. water issue you yes. know mm -hmm. and i'm of the view that as a country we should all store water, rainwater. That's one of the key things we should do. When you build. Oh, I store rainwater. Uh, I harvest it. Yes, but... But I don't know what to do in with it. What capacity? <laughs> so this is what they do. We connected something to the roof. So we have we have two poly tanks. One yes. poly tank is where we, we buy water and put in. Then yes. the other poly tank is connected straight from the roof into the poly tank. So for wash, mm -hmm. flashing and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that one is the second poly tank. But that's rainwater. I, I used to live in a house in Kumasi where the whole floor under the kitchen had been excavated before the construction was done and a huge underground tank that could hold like 30,000 liters of water stored there. So when it rains, everything goes there. And there was another one. So that house, even though it was in an area that had Ghana water, was never connected to Ghana water. I think that's one thing we should also do. The other Go off-grid. It's, it's, it's not really off-grid, but you see, when it or rains... hybrid. The water... The rainwater causes flooding anyway, so why not trap it and store but it and I, use it? Do you, what do you can you? If rainwater hard, 
Rainwater. Rainwater is not hard water, except when you are in an area with, with a lot of air pollution. But our pollution uh, levels cannot result in so acidic water. So rainwater is not that bad? Rainwater is not hard. Oh, okay. Rainwater is it's like... Mwah. But it's not raining anymore. It, it, it does rain. The last time it At least it rains three months in a year in the Would country. You, as we are sitting here, we have a water shortage. There's no raining. So th- you are telling me this at the wrong time. Uh, uh, <laughs> you should have told me this in June. In June. <laughs> this is actually the right time for this to be said. Because like if you're going to do any construction or this, digging any underground thing, this is the best time to do that because you cannot construct during the rainy season. Okay, let's hear, let's hear from people on their water situation. I'll come back to you to explain what's happening. So the Ghana Water Company says we should use water prudently across the country because we are in the dry season they don't have enough raw water for all of us here's a report by fred duho ghana stands a high risk of importation of water in the nearest future if pragmatic steps are not taken to protect water bodies in the country with the predicted 2030 timeline in that regard the country's capital and other communities are battling with erratic water supply as some residents depend largely on unwholesome sources for the past five days some suburbs within the greater Accra region have had to depend on water from water tankers, borehole and sachet water for their home chores. Water is a problem for us because uh, when you call the tanker, they will brought water. They will bring it like uh, 100 cities, but they will get water to bring us. But when we, we are paying bill, four months now, we don't have water. Water went off, that was Monday. And it came on Thursday, and yesterday too, it went off. So we don't have anything called water. We don't have water. That's our problem. So I think they have to come and do something about it. I don't know whether it's only our area or something, but in my area, that's what we are facing now. The tap is not flowing, so I work from La Paz. But sorry to say, I don't know um, the resident's name, so I came here to fetch water. How long are you not having water? Okay, for about three days. Uh, for the past three months, there is a shortage of water here and we have to call a water tanker to bring us water. According to Stalimate, the current situation is due to the declining water levels caused by climate change, alluvial illegal mining and farming activities along and on water bodies. This, he noted, has increased the company's cost of water production. The only river body in, in the country which we can rely on is the Volta River. We thought it was about the cleanest. Now, we have about three treatment plants on the Volta River. Formerly, we are not using enough chemicals. Now, we are using a lot more chemicals than hitherto we are using. So, you could see the steady increase in the levels of chemicals, which means that the raw water is deteriorating. You understand? And it's deteriorating as a result of pollution. So, now... Uh, there are a lot of uh, settlements along along the bank of the river. People uh, are discharging waste into into that one, most especially aquaculture. Now, every hundred meter, every kilometer uh, nautical miles on the Volta River, you see a number of uh, farming act, uh, farming activities, both on the banks and on the uh, on the river, and it's affecting the quality of the raw water. It also aids in aqu- aquatic, uh, the growth of aquatic weeds, which also affects the quality of the raw water and affects our treatment plants as well. Because at abstraction level, uh, we, uh, uh, equipments use a lot of force in abstracting, so they abstract the weeds as well, and then in no time, they block the uh, uh, 
this thing, uh, the, the, pi the pipelines, uh, this thing, that, uh, the water is abstracted through into a treatment plant. And then it's, if, it, if it impedes flow, we are unable to get enough volumes. So it's affecting us a lot. And we seriously need to wake up as a country and manage our river bodies very well. Other than that, in the very near future, like you said, we may have to be importing water. Stanley Mate entreated the public to ensure prudent use of water due to the challenges confronting water distribution. Some weeks now, they've not had water flow through their taps, and here we are to indeed ascertain the situation. This is a tap in one of the homes, and I'm trying to turn it on, and as we speak, the tap it's not flowing. We have minor, minor, minor challenges. Then all we are saying is that our customers should bear with us. Okay, whilst we are working hard to improve on the on, on the situation, they should bear with, with, with us. You manage the little water that you have access to, and then uh, if you have enough water, please use it wisely. Meanwhile, the assembly member for the Lashibi electoral area, Shaibu, Abdullahi Kabori says residents within his catchment area want government to address the challenge. We have a very huge population in Lashibi. In fact, it's the biggest electoral area in Tama West and the most populated area currently in Tama. So when the water is being affected, the water crisis affects the inhabitants. In fact, they go through a lot. And you know, Lashibi is a residential community. Most of the residents here do go out and look for their daily bread. And for them to come home and then do not even get water to shower down and have a rest is so headache to them. And in fact, uh, we, the local leaders, have also experienced such a bad um, nature of the water which, it, which affected us. How much does the average Ghanaian expend on water? 150 Ghana, sometimes 200 Ghana. Every day, I'm buying water, about 60 cities a day. The situation presents an opportunity for some members of hard-hit communities to cash in. We, we are rationing it. So we, we in the house will not short water and uh, our tenants will not, uh, also not uh, get a shortage of water. How much are you selling, how much are you selling it to the public? Um, the, uh, the yellow gallon, the Kufo gallon is 50 pesos. Uh, depending on the size of the bowls, it's from 20 pesos to 40, 40 pesos. If the country's current water situation is not tackled head-on, Ghana may miss the Sustainable Development Goal 6 target that focuses on ensuring safe drinking water and sanitation for all, focusing on the sustainable management of water resources, wastewater and ecosystems, and acknowledging the importance of an enabling environment. The situation can be blamed on climate issues for the mere fact that we are in the dry season and the water levels has dropped drastically affecting their operations. My name is Fred Joe reporting for City News. So how are you managing the situation? Uh, we understand about five or six regions uh, dealing with water rationing. Do you have a schedule? We'll talk to the Ghana Water Company later on. We all have a role to play in this and um, send us a comment, 0549986996. What would be nice is to know, like the way they do Doomsaw Schedule, to know that Wednesday between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m. you have water and that type of thing, so you can plan for it. We'll see if we can get that kind of information. And also, why are some regions suffering more than others? Why are some regions? And then the other point which I think we need to explore is why is the voter the only reliable source of water? Ghana is really blessed. We have about seven or eight major. We have the Ankora, we have the Pra, we have the Densu, we have the Afram. 
Bro. You know, so why is only the Volta, the, the the river that's available for 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 water? What's happening to the Galamsey fight? You know, did we announce success too early? <laughs> What's going on with all of those? We need to check. You know, there's always a, a day of reckoning for claims you make. So if you say, for example, you're winning the Galamsey fight, no problem. You can say what you want to say, but the Ghana Water Company will always be a reality check. Yeah, do you understand? So for me, it's not about what you say. It's about the day of reckoning. <laughs> and so, the day so, of so, reckoning so two things you can't if you say you are winning the galamsey fight mm -hmm. the ability levels will expose you exactly if you say you are winning the deforestation fight and you're actually doing proper tree planting mm -hmm. which you've been doing before i was born mm -hmm. precipitation will also expose you because the more trees you have the the likelihood that the area so explain the explain the water cycle to me because when i asked you about whether rainwater is hard. You sounded like just my bone too much to ask you that question. Look, I left school like, look, the last time I did science technically was in mm. SSS3, which is mm. 1998. Mm. Science has even changed or it hasn't. I'm just on the formula I've even outmoded. Some things have changed, but ah. I assume that... 1998 is how many years ago? I assume that... 24 years ago. That's when I wrote Wasi. I, I, my assumption was that as a boy, you used to sort of um, collect rainwater. Yes. And you use it to wash, you use it to do all sorts of things. What I remember is that borehole water was very hard. Because it contains salts. Yeah, but I don't remember, that's what I'm saying, I don't Calcium, remember, whatever, I don't whatever. remember using rainwater for any washing. That's why I asked the I question. You use it to cook, wash. Yeah, but I don't have, no, no, I'm not using it. Buff. You've used no, it to No, no, I don't think so. Oh, you have. You Rain see, dude, rainwater is not hard. It's not. Doesn't it depend naturally, on where you are? Doesn't it depend on where you are? Naturally, rainwater is not hard. Okay. Right. But can you drink it? You can drink rainwater. Without 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 processing it? Yes, you can drink rainwater. You see Are you serious? You see? God is the perfect perfectionist. Let me listen to him. Please explain it. Let me listen. God he decides me, I didn't. God is the perfect perfectionist. Mm -hmm. Without our pollution and all the co meninis that we've done, mm -hmm. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. your real water, you should be able to drink it, spring water, rivers and streams. You know. Still, in my, in my village, people go to the stream to fetch water, from the stream to drink. The stream water goes through all these um, um, uh, vegetation, all these uh, mountains. So, so there's a natural system which makes things good to drink. Mm -hmm. You understand? Rainwater will become hard or not suitable to drink when there's a lot of pollution in the air because as the water drops mm -hmm. all the pollution mixes with the water so if you go to places like say india china when pollution levels were very high mm -hmm. they were getting acid rain and all those things if there's a lot of carbon dioxide in the air carbon dioxide also so, so if you can trap rainwater properly yes you can drink it if you can trap it properly you can in treat an unpolluted it. It. I'm coming. I'm coming. In an unpolluted space where there is But that is non existent oh, no, oh, no, no, space. You can't just collect rainwater and drink it. You well, can't. No, why not? No, you see, we all have opinions. But somebody studied science me, I didn't me. I didn't do chemistry. No. No, why not? This is not a matter, matter of whether you studied science or not. You, you agree? I will not agree. Oh, why would, you will not drink one. rainwater I'm without treating it. Where treatment is. What? Okay, my boy is ready. I'm going to open your mouth <laughs> and say, <laughs> you should ah, See this one. Continue. I shall give you. I shall give you. You don't shall give me. You see? 
the point you are making. No, but the tap water to you go and lie at the, at the base of the tap water. It's treated. It's treated. It's treated. The point I'm making let, is let me tell you when you are collecting it Godfrey. in a cistern or a reservoir or whatever Godfrey. it is. You have to boil it. Yeah, yeah, you see, there are different ones. Some people decide to undergo chemical disinfection. People mm. prefer to use filtration. It's good. As a, it's a good source of water, mm-hmm. but based on the kind of world we have created it's not advisable it's not feasible to say ah charlie your rooftop what's on your rooftop when the water is dropping so so you're coming hold on so you're coming Ah. back home so you mentioned tap water is treated so you can drink it but you know you cannot drink tap water everywhere depending on the conditions yes Sometimes but you made a general point. No, I, I actually don't drink when tap he water. Asked me, I said God is the perfect perfectionist who has created a system mm-hmm. which should be harmonious, except when yeah. there is. So you are making a general point, and then now coming <coughs> to the particular issue okay. of yes, yeah, yeah. except when our activities Continue. have been then interfered. Yes, <laughs> but that's true. I agree. So in my village, when I go, I comfortably drink the stream water without treating it because mm. nobody is allowed to go and pollute that area. Eh. Oh yes, yeah, oh yeah. The 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 deity will catch you or something. So everybody fear. So why, right. why do we use that same method for Galamsey? When I go to the Kraken Mountains, the last time I went to Assisiaso, <laughs> yes, I, I we, we saw a spring. I drank it. Nothing happened to me. But that's the thing should have went for Pran and Kura because they are considered very powerful. But the the, the power of gold is more powerful. No, thank you. The allure of mammon. The allure of mammon surpasses the fear of any god. Let me come back to you. I'll come back to you. Later, we'll find out from the Ghana Company how serious the water issue is. We may be joking, but this is a very serious situation. And when there's no water, there are also implications for diseases so it's not like a joke it's a serious conversation but let's talk about tech and social media trends it's uh, brought to us by vodafone yes indeed now to register your sim card ghana card and link it to your sim just dial star 404 hash and follow the prompts you'll be asked for your information you'll get a code you'll give that to your network agent and your biometric details will be captured you can send an sms to 655 on vodafone or contact the nca on 0800-110-622 this announcement is brought to you by vodafone my girlfriend is not serious. He said, Do you open your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, if you water is falling, you open your mouth, you even get like three drops. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you, I don't think you can ever open your mouth and get satisfied enough to water in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You're not correct. <laughs> Daniel Kanti, tell him what's trending today. <laughs> Definitely not real water. <laughs> Hey, Good morning, Venna. Good morning. Morning. No cause day is trending. All right. Uh, How did that go? Yesterday was no. They got about 7,000 signatures. So okay. Let's hope that those 7,000 people. That's critical mass enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday was no cause day initiative put together in protest of the. I think she said no cause day in our houses. No phone day. Mm. No phone day. For, for kids. For the kids. Oh, for that one, I agree. Yeah, no phone day. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. gadget, no, nothing. No gadget day. No gadget day, yeah. That one will do it. Yes. <laughs> so, me, I can't do it. Yeah. So, we're not supposed to make calls between 6 and 12 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw some people on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, me too, I told I was on the phone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, uh, they were demanding... Uh, that government uh, amends the existing law and uh, yep, introduce yep, innovative yep, methods yep. to uh, for the re-registration of SIM cards in order to avoid challenges mm-hmm. at the registration centers. So mm-hmm. that happened yesterday. 
Um, also trending is Power FM. <laughs> Power FM is also in the trends. Um, journalist with Power FM, Ohineba Buama Benin, uh, he's been jailed for 14 days after he was found oh. guilty for contempt of court. Mm. He was arrested and taken to court after he was captured on tape claiming that the president, Akufuadu, uh, after the December elections, he met mm. with um, some eight judges, including the Chief Justice, Kwesi Nibwa, mm -hmm. and he accused the president of attempting to influence them in case of an election petition. Mm. He was fined 3,000 Ghana cities in addition to the jail term. So that's that for him. Mm -hmm. um, also in the trends is a roots minister, um, Honorable Kwesi Amuakwata. He's backtracked there. Um, yeah. Charlie. Charlie. But I didn't see what was so wrong with what he said. Oh. So, yeah. He said mm. in the first interview yeah. that everybody reported, yeah. he said it categorically that mm -hmm. um, the abandoned tool boots will be used for um, uh, washrooms. Yeah. And he went to parliament and said he didn't say that. He said he said it was one of the options. Yes, among other things, okay. the plans were being made to convert. But why were people so upset? What's so wrong with thinking of building washrooms? Maybe the two boots may not be the best, but do we have washrooms? No, it's when you see men urinating in the middle of the road media. Are you happy with it? Yeah, so that's a Why is that not making people angry? Like, for me, it's like, uh, I feel we're always waiting for somebody to say something for us to get angry with. You, you are not angry that I don't have toilets. <laughs> the fact that he suggested that we should do use two boots, that's what's making you angry. When you drive and you see kids urinating on the roadside, you are not angry with that. I don't know how we think, oh. Maybe no, the situation of we are always looking for people to say something for us to react to. That's what annoys me. It's like he's going to say something. It's so outrageous. Like he's just thinking up. I, mean, I don't see anything wrong with it. If you have built structures there and you don't have toilets, why don't you think of a way of converting them? Why is that such a strange idea? Okay, what's your alternative idea? Maybe for providing toilets for people in town. See, maybe toilets. Providing toilets oh, is fine, the, yeah, but, fine. Where but where the toilets? Yeah, but like people are just problem. unnecessarily. Looking for somebody to attack for saying something. Do you think so? The oh, it's hard. Oh, the system is hard. The system is hard. You can understand. And he also you don't have public that. toilets in your city. That's an issue. Deal with that. Yes. Deal with that. If he but comes up with a size which is wrong, give up an alternative. Why should you be attacking him? What's the, what's the sense in that? Because you are wiser than him. Oh, <laughs> social media has created all kinds of unnecessary. Look at where the Temapo boots are. Fine, but it's not the only, toilet it's, be there. It's not only the Tema one, but the sugar copper one, the one that bone and things. There are other tow boots. There are places you can go where there it's easier to access. You can remove the the median. You can do other things. Huh. That doesn't See, mean you haven't even seen the design. So why is this such a major row? Because he says you convert two boots to toilet, so yeah, it's, 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 oh please. Yeah, let me tell you more things like that. Relax. Sarkozy is also in the trends. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's trending because of his opinion on e levy. I personally don't understand why people are intentionally misinterpreting what he said. The, what what did he say? Hold on. So let me read okay. this. Let me read it. Did you explain what a he fan, said? Yeah, I want to understand. Asked him what his opinion on e levy uh -huh. was. Uh -huh. I'm reading his tweet. He said, "I pay a lot of taxes outside, uh -huh. and I don't complain uh -huh. because I'm using avenues they make available." To make money okay it's only right into brackets it's not the same here and that's why we are complaining not because e-levy is bad but when you are broke a harmless good bowling can sound like it is i think it's cool it's cool I he's saying it. that we don't see our taxes being put into good use which is why mm -hmm. e which is why it's annoying mm -hmm. places, places, you see what they use your tax yeah. to do mm -hmm. so he's saying that e-levy may not be bad in itself mm -hmm. but because of the poor accountability that's what makes e-levy such an annoying mm -hmm. tax yeah. mm -hmm. as against what he pays in other countries mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like, I'm sure people will insult him. Do you know how people are interpreting? <laughs> oh, they, oh, they will. They, have, that they will finish it. People yeah. are saying that yeah, say we are broke. That's why we don't want to pay that. <laughs> what schools did you go to? <laughs> I don't understand. Charlie, be serious now. And there's a whole generation of people who feed this as their so, daily, daily bread. The best. 
system is hard. No, but Kukui is not that. It's not the system is hard alone. No. We are, we are, we see, we are, we are, we are, we are culturing a people who, who can attack things they don't understand because mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. anonymity. Mm-hmm. If yeah, you yeah, call the true. guy and put him in and say, explain your point, he can't do it. Mm-hmm. He's hiding behind something, insulting Sarkozy because he's a public figure and I can insult him. Yeah. And it's a wrong culture. Some of these guys are even teenagers. True. Once they see something, hey, any to trend, mm-hmm. and now trending is some sort of um, achievement. Yes. Like seriously. Do you get me? It's it's terrible. We need to. It's not a good culture. Really so no. so sometimes some of the trends reveal collective ignorance. Mm-hmm. Collective. The fact that you, uh, a lot of people are hailing you doesn't even mean you are right anyway. That's true. What is what is wrong with what he said? Nothing. Absolutely oh. nothing. And it's actually what everybody On said. dinner, the, man, the whole day. And then they'll get some, the next victim tomorrow morning. It's true. <laughs> well, like, you know what? Let me give tech news and go away. Yeah, you have say. to go. Cry. Yeah, yeah, go start talking. Apple, they are introducing a new feature that will allow businesses to accept credit card and digital payments with just a tap of the iPhone. So now tap to pay. So of using your card, you can use your phone. You go and buy something. Just take your phone, tap it on the device, and you feel it. can also be... Um, use between iPhones. So if you owe uh, Kojo or Kojo owes you and he needs to pay back, you just touch your phone together, tap, and then the money is transferred. It's as simple as that. Would they charge you levy on it? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. On who is singing, it means different things. One Lumba sings it, it means something else. I'm watching the day, could also mean something. Charlie, something different. We'll take it at the face value. A Dukrum is what I'm watching the day and Lumba are referring to the same thing. Somebody says a Dukrum is so and comes to Sylvia Nana Sewa. Yeah. 
There are over 80,000 gift items up for grabs and the best part is that you get to win instantly. We're talking about the Shell Yankonkwa promo. Buy fuel worth 100 CDs and more and qualify to win free fuel, TV sets, motorbikes, mobile phones, airtime and extra loyalty points. This is the initial station. Win the Yankonkwa promo. Promo runs from now till 31st March. Terms and conditions apply. And do you want to become financially independent? Well, at EDC Investments Limited, we can help you start an investment plan for your future peace of mind. Mm. Don't leave your future to chance because Ego B is not a plan. Mm. Think smart, invest now, visit any Ecobank branch and start investing with EDC today or log on to ecobank.com slash SWAM, S-W-A-M, mm. and complete an investment application form. You can also call EDC on 0302-634-165. EDC Investments Limited is a member of the Ecobank Bank Group and with EDC, financial independence is possible. And as part of Fan Milk Ghana's commitment to constantly provide high quality and keep products affordable, there's been a slight upward adjustment in prices for our key products in our portfolio because of rising cost of production. Mm-hmm. So pay close attention. Now your Fan Yogo Strawberry, Choco, uh, Fan Ice, Fandango, all of the previous prices, which was one CD 50 pesos, I'm uh, sorry, one CD 20 pesos is now one CD 50 pesos. Mm-hmm. So there's a 30 peso increase. We've also introduced Fan Ice 180 mil at two CDs. Check all our social media pages, distribution points, and points of sale for the new prices. Fan Milk is proud of its heritage in Ghana, spanning over half a century. We want to assure the general public of unwavering commitment to providing quality, nutritious, and delicious on the go refreshment. For more info, call 0204 312 932. And, dear vehicle owner, are you rocking that faithful car? Or have you fresh new number plates and you need to pay your insurance? No matter the size, Holland Insurance has got you covered. Mm. Purchase your new comprehensive or third-party motor insurance policies from Holland and get free fuel coupons and giveaways with our Keep On Driving promo. Sign up at any Holland Insurance office nationwide. Call 0302-220-966. At Holland, we've got you covered. Bernard, this is a special birthday wish to my beloved husband who for many years has been the prophet, priest, protector and provider of our home. Yao Aduche, I together with the squad in Shira Asida, Tenene and Ayemye. Or Tenene, Tenene and Ayemye. Wish to, uh, uh, want to wish you good life, a happy birthday, divine blessing, etc. etc. Not forgetting all your twinnies, Aduache, your sister in law in the UK, Mrs. Susanna Osam, Auntie Jemima Agama, and Suomo Kweisi, all of LIC. God bless you. Coming from your wife, Debbie, to you, Yao Adoche. You're listening from Lume. Oh, okay. All right. So it appears the 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 there's the, the, the little discussion. So could you let me let you finish explaining your point, and then we can read the comments. So so we stick to one point. Two things. We'll be speaking to Ghana Water on the water situation in the country. We'll try and understand whether they will do a schedule for the rationing. So you were, I was asking you to explain the water cycle to me because I wasn't understanding how come when I dig a borehole in my house, I have to treat the water through reverse osmosis if I can drink it. When I'm washing, it's very hard. But if water falls on my roof and I harvest it into my poly tank, it can wash my clothes without necessarily needing any new thing. And you're even saying that rainwater can be drunk. Yeah. Uh, so just explain, finish explaining that point. So many comments coming in on those issues. <laughs> so um, generally we have 
four services that nature performs for us. We mm. call them the ecosystem services, mm -hmm. right? One is provisioning. provisioning. Nature provides. Okay. So food, clothing, trees, trees for construction, water, the, the resources you need provisioning. Mm -hmm. It has regulating services mm -hmm. where it regulates the conditions for us to thrive. So like clouds can regulate the heat, yes. trees. There are cultural services. So I'm kind of regulation could also mean what about things like trees taking carbon dioxide or all, all those are part of regulation there mm -hmm. are cultural services like what where we live in ghana mm -hmm. so culturally we are Ghanaians. we identify with this space mm -hmm. cultural practices so our, our way of living it's also nature induced yes na nature supports everything is it right and what's the last one <clears throat> and then we have supporting services hey the nature is serious Right, so photosynthesis, nutrient cycling, creation of soils, water okay. cycle, okay. all those are supporting So water cycle services. is under the supporting services. And there are different cycles. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, the water cycle is very important because it ensures that the earth survives as a planet. That's why we are looking for water on Mars and all other, mm -hmm. because without water, mm -hmm. we don't survive. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, if you check the earth as we stay on at the moment, mm -hmm. it contains about 70% water. Okay. About 96% of that volume is found in the oceans. Okay. In the ocean water, you cannot, it's not portable, mm -hmm. right? About one point something percent is found in the ice in the North Pole, South Pole thing, mm -hmm. right? And then we have about one point something percent in the lakes and the freshwater bodies on, on, on land, yes. And then a small percentage exists as vapor in the atmosphere. All right. So on Earth, water exists in all the three states. Liquid. Solid as ice. Liquid, liquid as water water as we know gas. and water vapor in the atmosphere interesting now the water cycle you know the sun mm -hmm. heating during the day mm -hmm. and then in the night it cools so evaporation so evaporation uh perspiration respiration and all those activities puts air in the air mm -hmm. now when the sun also shines the heat makes water evaporate from the sea from river bodies everything from plants mm -hmm. everything that holds water mm -hmm. Now, as this water vapor rises up, the higher you go, the cooler it becomes. So, there's so it's, it cools down, condenses into water condensation. droplets. And the water droplets get together, they become heavy, falls back as rain. Mm. Any scientist will tell you that water in its gaseous state is as pure as it comes. Okay. Because nothing can dissolve in that. I get it. Right. When it condenses and it's falling as, as rain, rain Whatever is in, in its path, certain things can then dissolve in it. I get it. That's where in very po uh, polluted areas, they get acidic rain. Mm, because there's in, too much acid in the air. So if yes. when the water is coming, it interferes in with that. In okay areas, they get good water. So if you go to places like Bermuda, mm -hmm. they don't have Bermuda water. Mm. Everybody is storing water underground because they get rain almost all year round. I get it. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, if you get rainwater in its unpolluted state it's about the most potable form of water you can drink if it's, it doesn't have any of these dissolved substances that we've polluted mm. the atmosphere with right now nature systems is such that when rivers are flowing through mountains caves forest caves and all those things they are also purified somehow mm. that's why in our villages we could drink stream water and everything the problem with the city is that we've connected our gutters to the streams and the rivers 
So that's the problem. Let me talk to Clifford Brammer. I'll come back to you for this science lesson. Dr. Clifford Brammer is the MD of Ghana Water Company. Want a quick uh, insight into what's happening with the water in the country? What plans they put in place to mitigate the effects of the shortage? Good morning, Doc. Thanks for joining us. Uh, good morning, Bernard. How are you? I'm well, thank you, sir. So how serious is the water situation and how many regions are we doing rationing? Hello? The line breaks. Yeah, I said, how serious is the water situation? And in how many regions are we doing water rationing? Uh, during the dry season, a lot of uh, things happen. If you go to North, uh, the water level has gone down drastically. Uh, that is uh, Tamadi. As for Yendi, it's, the Dakar is always going low. So around this period, we always have for more than the eight years now. We had to send tankers to Yendi. Go to Western Region. Uh, the water level in Chaban and Dabuasi are always also very low around this uh, period. And Galamse in those areas, and then the Tamale Sandwich that has created a lot more problems for for us. So there are a lot of things that are happening because natural events are taking place. And the human activities have come to compound them. And so it gives a lot of pressure to the company to think around, to try to see what we can do to be able to uh, uh, minimize the effect on our consumers. Mm. If you go to East region, uh, yesterday I had a call from the chief manager about the water level on the Dezu. And so it's the dry season and uh, the stability of the water due to external activities like galamsey that is creating most of the problems in some of the places yeah. so we are looking so at we are managing we are managing it for now so it's western eastern central greater Accra, and north these are the yeah. main area so voter region doesn't have much of a problem pardon me voter region doesn't have much of a problem does it no no okay now which of the rivers are polluted making this worse which rivers are are, 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 are polluted uh, if you go to uh, western region the prime river that runs into uh, which is, uh, for central region and so that's one river is we have two plants on the one that was that's western region and the other one as uh, which is uh, for central region that's one if you go to east region, is highly and heavily polluted. Obasi people are already starting discussion on that once on your fishing. That is also uh, a, a problem. There are a lot of uh, these are rivers that uh, we've been talking about even during the Galaxy issues. That's where the the military were actually operating. Okay, so in terms of the rationing, is there like some rationing calendar or timetable? How are you managing the rationing? Oh, yes, there's a calendar, and all the districts have telegraphs, and if uh, uh, we, we have any issues to put, we normally put it on, and we've asked our teams to be active on it so that they can easily respond to customers' uh, uh, complaints. So how will somebody in the how will I know? Because I, I'm, I, I don't know, I'm not part of any district platform, so how will I know if my water is flowing or not? So we have we have our uh, 
call center. If you have a district or you are in a district that you don't even have the number, it's called the call center. And the question is, we have the district numbers. We have a challenge with the line. We're getting back. Dr. Clifford Brahma is the Ghana Water Company CEO saying that uh, the rivers, the Prad, the Ancobra, polluted. Therefore, it's worsening the water situation. Galamse, sun winning, also worsening the water situation. It's a dry season, also worsening the water situation. And he says, apart from the Volta region, most other regions have challenges with water. Eastern region, Ashanti region, Western Central, Greater Accra, Northern region. I was going to ask him a couple of questions. Maybe let me finish with your money and I'll come back to this. My main concern is how to know when my tap will flow. He was saying that the districts have been Okay. Yes, Doc, you, you, were, you were explaining that the districts will inform their members or, or what? Uh, no, uh, what I'm saying is that we have our full uh, public. The district, uh, you want to get to them, and you have, cannot have access to the flyers, the places that we have put the numbers. All you need to do is to call the call center and request for the district number. Or complain to them, and they will give you. The but why can why can there be like a national um, rationing schedule that like you put in the say the newspapers, like the Ghana, like ECG or Gridco does? So we normally do. So we normally do flyers and send them around. We got even the newspaper. It's not everybody who has a tourist. We normally will send some of them out. So probably they, uh, today we will send a lot of them even to the radio stations. So they begin to. Talk about them, and we put them on a lot of. There is a link to go to our website. You, you, you could find them. So, is the rationing on regional basis or on district basis? Uh, it's mostly location based because if you take region, like if you are talking of our region, it's different from the regions that we have in Ghana. And so, normally, it's difficult to say region. The understanding of Ghana Water Company staff will be different from uh, uh, you. Your understanding because Kasua is under. Kazuwa geographically is a central region. And so there are some of the things that we so we look at geographical locations, actually. Okay, but on average, how many days of running water will somebody expect in a week? So if I live, say, in Kasuwa, for example, or in Accra Central, will I get water for two hours a day, or really it depends? You can't tell. Oh, no, no. Normally two hours a day, that would, that would be a difficulty, but if you, we, we normally do this, because it takes time to pull up the, the pressure in the line. So when you are giving to an area, you want to give them for a day or more, so that you get pressure. Those who are far off would get water probably the second day, but those who are closer could get it earlier. So you cannot do hours. If you do hours, then you are going to have uh, challenge because the water wouldn't have fallen. So, so, so you're saying it's probably like once a week or once every two weeks? Yeah, once a week minimum. Once a week some get on average. Yeah. So once a week on average. And for that day that it comes, how many hours in a day? And normally it's difficult to tell because of the kind of uh, arrangement we have in our location. People are, because normally when the water is running through the pipe, people are drawing. And if somebody draws respect, once the containers are full, they stop and then the water will build up to another person. But you know how Ghanaians normally will, once the pipe is open, they think that it is for them. Even if they don't need the water at a particular time, they waste it. And that's why normally we send this place. The people should manage the water and conserve 
so that other people will be able to get the pressure. Some people say, oh, we are not getting water, the pressure is not coming. Water is not coming. On the line has drawn all the water. And so it's difficult, actually. To... All right. We apologize. We have a bad line, but we thank you. I think your point is well made. Thank you, Dr. Clifford Bremer, CEO of Ghana Water Company, speaking to us about the water situation. So the main point is this, that um, there is going to be water rationing or water rationing is happening and it's location based. The regions for the water company are different from the national regions. So look out for their flyers, I guess social media or their Facebook pages and they will use the newspapers as well. So you will know when to expect water. I think that's the summary of this. One thing you can also do is go to their website. And I think they do very well with that. Mm -hmm. If you go to their website, the various regions are there. So they have the Accra West, Accra East, Ashanti South, Ashanti North, Ashanti Production, Mm -hmm. Western Region, Northern. Mm -hmm. When you click, for example, when I click on Northern, Mm -hmm. right, it will open. The regional engineer is Musa Amidu, Mm -hmm. regional chief engineer. When you scroll down, They'll give you the various districts under Northern and their production and everything. Mm-hmm. And when you go down, 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 they have contacts you can call. Okay. So so because maybe... I experienced <clears throat> this some time ago mm. around the Akusi Road. And there was a Best Five. When I called and I sent the GPS, they, went to. they called back mm. and within a day were fixed. Okay, so, so, the system, so we'll, we'll come to that. that yeah. I'm trying to just get people to know when to expect water and when not to get water. So it's 8.33. Your money is brought to you by Cal Bank. Get rewarded this month when you use your Cal debit or prepaid card at MaxMart, Zena Lodge, Banana Home, Blue Moon, La Villa Boutique Hotel, and Cobra Beach Resort, and so many other places. It's the month of sharing of love with those you care about the most. And great discounts starting from 5% on every expense incurred when you spend with your Cal debit or prepaid cards. For more information, visit our partner sites on the Calv website. That's www.calbank.net or call 0800 500 500 Calbank forward together. Yes, midweek tip. Yes, indeed. All right, it's hump day and we're still on the five areas to deliberately plan for mm. in 2022, mm. courtesy Paul Kofi And today we're talking about, guess what? Children's education. So, what is your plan for your child or for your children for mm. the education, which spans several years? Charlie. So, Charlie, you got to be prepared. Put yeah, some money aside for that. Have a plan mm. of how you're going to fund your child's education. Where do you want them to go to the school? What kind of school do you want them to go to? You mm. know, got right. basic second, you know, basic secondary tertiary. <sighs> That was your money. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
water in no get enemy. All right, a few quick comments. Uh, Bernard, what the MD is saying isn't exactly correct. I live up Pokwasi. I received my bill just two days ago. And my consumption is 0.00, not a drop. Flyers in January. Same was in December. I've been calling the district manager. And as nice as he is, he cannot help because he has no water to distribute. The Galamse is killing Ghana water and its customers. So he says he hasn't had water at all. Um, rainwater is very good for consumption and very clean. Kojo is right. We drink rainwater in the village all the time without any treatment. There's no name attached. But in my village in the Volta region, we drink rainwater, use it to bath and for washing. Kojo is absolutely right. Good morning, Bernard and friends. My grandma was 115 years. And since I've known her, she only drinks rainwater harvested directly from the sky, not through the roof. Okay. I think that was God's first point. The water tasted so well, and she was very fit. Anytime I visited her at Tokbalime, I drank from her cooler. So I think God's first point is that your roof. You know, I mean, that's for your roof. Your roof, your roof. You can't just take water from your roof and drink like that. Because you don't know what has happened before the rainwater came. You don't know how much of that has been washed. All right, rainwater is safe and drinkable. You just need to make sure that the container you're using to collect it is clean. Rainwater doesn't need any treatment, which is interesting, which is good to know. So, you don't treat it like say you are softening it or anything, you probably just boil it mm. to kill germs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But you're not going to like take it through all those processes mm-hmm. because when you get water from the dens, you have to take it through serious processes yes. because you don't know where it's come from. And the person goes on rainwater doesn't need treatment if there's any unwholesomeness, it's either from the container or the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Such cases that rise will pour away the first 15 to 20 minutes collected. Fantastic point. Bernard rainwater. Okay, I think that point is made. I'm joining from Ajay Kojo. Uh, I do agree with Kojo. Okay, let me hear that. Rainwater is is raw with no minerals in it. Drinking it does not benefit. Uh? Mm, it's like you don't benefit from drinking it raw. Like it needs to go on the ground, or something has to hit the ground for minerals to that's enter it. Before so essentially, he's saying that it needs to be like processed. In the villages, we had a hina, right? You know, you know the hina, the clay pots, yeah. And they will use a methane to pull the clay pots inside, and they will put. <laughs> what is methane? What is pull? You have to put it. Charlie, when you pound. Um, um, palm nuts, fiber, the fiber, fiber. Oh, the you, you burn it and then you smoke the insides of your, yep. of your, yep. what yep. do you call yep. it, the water yep. container, yep. and then you put the water in. Mind you, the clay, it may not, the water may, it may not disintegrate very fast, but at least you still get something in it. And like I always say, me, I believe that mm. God, the perfect, the perfectionist as He is, yeah. created the systems we have to support us. There's an interesting comment here, Bernard. I actually reserve rain water for my soap production mm. because it improves lathering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy does um, liquid soap, mm. so he's saying that rain water is actually better than um, for lathering. So yeah. this is for commercial use. That's good. Yeah, Basanio says we use rain water for everything. Mm. What is treating water? You pa, you stay in Accra for too long. Look at him. But you, see, but you notice most of the people are talking about the village. Yeah, because the drinking village, it in the traditionally village, the village has in not been interfered with by exactly. human activity. The the city people are more destructive. Yes, the city is more polluted. It's polluted, arguably. Although these are some villages are very highly polluted. And and and, and city life, it's 
difficult for you to harvest rainwater if you've not built your structure to have those systems because mm -hmm. you leave home at dawn you come you get home late if it's raining during the day how do you get rainwater mm -hmm. if it's raining in the night and you're tired how do you get it mm -hmm. but if we are to encourage people to design their structures from scratch to have water storage capacities and all those things mm. we'll be taking advantage of that the other point though is that even though rainwater is good to drink it cannot um we can't depend on rain water as a national water supply strategy because number one the rainfall patterns have been interrupted climate change is in so if you go to even places which traditionally have a lot of rain these days we don't even know when the rain is going to come right and um i don't know if if having a borehole is also the solution because from what i see a lot of the places at least in accra that i know the water is so hard it used to soften it it's probably too expensive you get me so we have to be concerned about what happens to our water bodies because well, you, you, you can't have a private you can't you, you can't have a, a wholly private individual water solution to the ghana water problem you, you said something which i want to bring your attention to that we mm. cannot depend on rainwater as a solution for water supply in the country yes right. actually that's all we can depend on Oh, you're talking about overall yes so i was talking about no so i was talking about individually yes i'm, I'm not talking about nationally because nationally we need rainwater for the, the, the river body to have water still still even on the individual level we can depend we are, on rainwater we are 30 million people in the country mm -hmm. our actions and inactions affect our microclimate within the country so on an individual level whatever you do you must know that it can affect the microclimate within the country and the precipitation we get for example ghana gets on average 54 billion cubic meters of water a year mm -hmm. that's the water that flows on the surface of our of our country mm -hmm. through the three main um, river systems mm -hmm. so there's the coastal river systems mm -hmm. there's the volta river system and then there's the southwestern river system mm -hmm. volta alone has about 24 billion cubic uh, so water is about 40 percent 40 to 50 percent wow now the water flows if you go to the north at least through all there's so the, the, the white water the black water the east side yeah. west yeah. side and the central side yeah then if you come down south it goes more to the eastern side uh -huh. right uh -huh. what prevents us mm. from tapping into that resource called the water mm -hmm. and expanding our water treatment along and those areas to even feed the whole Accra and Eastern Region and Volta Region. Because mm. if you sit on a boat, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. not a motorized boat, any boat at all, which you can sit on and won't sink, mm. from the Pong Dam all the way to Ada, it will take you straight into the sea. Mm. Fresh water that God gives us goes straight into the sea, mixes with the salt water and becomes pot water which is not potable. As a country with all these water resources, what engineering or strategy are we using to tap into this resource to ensure that we have water all year round to drink mm. for irrigation in the Accra, Accra plains for industrial activity? That's number one. Mm -hmm. Now, number two, if you move from the eastern side, which is the water side, and mm -hmm. you go to the western side, mm -hmm. the western region has some of the primest forests in the country. Mm -hmm. So rainwater is not a problem. Mm -hmm. The only problem in those areas is that we are polluting the water bodies all the time through our Galamse mm. and deforestation activities. Mm -hmm. Ministry of Lands and um, Natural Resources, Ministry of Water, you have known these trends before I was born. Mm. 
everyday strategy to do this, everyday strategy to do that. We must see proper action to protect those areas. Because this is the thing. Once we get all the gold and the diamond and bauxite and everything, and we've messed up the water body, you can't drink orimotolium or whatever they call mm -hmm. gold. Mm -hmm. Once you get your bauxite, you cannot melt <laughs> aluminium to drink. And you cannot use aluminium water to water your plants. And the basic thing we survive on as a people mm. is agri Growing mm. food to eat, growing mm. food for medicine, growing other things for shelter and mm. all the other things. Mm. So I'm surprised that we've had leadership in this country that has consistently seen the reports from Water Resource Commission and it, it, it actually doesn't even come up in our national conversations when you are choosing leaderships. Election time. Yeah, 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 uncle, yeah, what yeah, about yeah, the communities themselves? How come the communities are not up in arms about the negative effects of illegal mining or all kinds of mining on the water that they drink? There are some com communities which can do so much. Mm. Right. For example, go to the Obasi areas. Mm -hmm. Over 100 years ago, mining started there. Mm -hmm. This mining company became a global giant mm. with resources. The government of the day enables them to thrive. Mm -hmm. Look at the kind of agreements we even signed with mining companies. When the community people rise up and fight, usually the state apparatus will be used historically, will be used to support the mining company to calm these people down. Because of revenue. Meanwhile, whilst we calm them down and control them, we don't give them what they need to survive. Okay. So it, it all comes down to us as a country. What do we need from our natural resources? What, mm. what have we gotten from our natural resources mm. that we cannot get from other things? And or how do we case, construe what a resource is? Because of what you're saying, so a forest is more precious than a gold mine. If you think about it in the long term, a forest for a community, a forest. So let's, let's assume like That's a hectare of a forest should be more valuable to us in 100 years than a gold mine ever That's could one be. Of the reasons for why, one of the main reasons why environmentalists say we shouldn't mine in the Tua forest. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's one of the primest areas, globally significant biodiversity area. Mm -hmm. No matter what you do, the moment you begin the type of mine you want to You're going to destroy there, it. The water body, Brim, Ayensu, and Densu, they'll be affected. These are the water bodies getting into the Wager Dam to be treated. Now, Wager is not getting enough water to treat for us. Do we want to pollute it further? Okay, let's come to individual level. There's a very interesting comment from somebody. It says, Bernard, mm -hmm. if you design your house from scratch... You can pipe rainwater to flush all toilets and water all lawns. Mm -hmm. In the village, we can drink it, but in Accra, the dust on our roofs makes it almost impossible to drink without treating extensively. I think that ends the argument. So I think if you are here to build your house, you may want to ask your designer to connect a system to your roof where rainwater can do some things mm -hmm. yeah. and then normal Ghana water water can do other things. But in doing that, you, in having this conversation, mm. we I think we are doing a bit of intrinsic bias. In okay. the sense that in designing your house, mm -hmm. we know the housing numbers in this country. No, no, no. This is no. This is just one comment for those who can design their own house. Okay. Not, not for part. those. No, for, for most people who cannot be able to, most, most people will not be able to no, do no, this. Let's, let's but you can, but go for, you can also do this. For example, government has a housing project. So yes. let's assume government is doing me. Government can say that the next there's a design for this yes so you can say or those who are doing public housing you can say we're going to design the house so that 40 percent of all the water that comes in is from rain water that can flash just mm -hmm. and then the rest you can i mean look at the world bank building they built it with yeah. trees and things so you can say a national housing policy to include rain harvesting yeah. that's eco-friendly yes you can yes. do that and and let's let's do 
every structure being built must have some water, rainwater harvesting systems embedded in there. Mm -hmm. For example, if you have a small strip of land, even here that we don't have big lands, you have a small strip of land and you do 1.5 meters by 10 meters, right? And the depth is even 1 meter or 1.5 meters. That's 30,000 liters of water. But now your polytank, the one at your back, is about 4,000 liters, right? So this small strip you do and it can store up to 4,000, 30,000 divided by 4,000, a lot of water. And some of these things must be encouraged. In fact, we had a national rooftop solar program where Energy Commission was supporting people to do solar. Mm -hmm. We could even have a national rainwater harvesting program where we support people to do some of these things. Mm -hmm. Because we, we are dealing with flooding, and I'll always come back to this. Because we build, cover our surfaces with hard material and everything, we don't store any rainwater, nothing. When it rains, usually all the water hits the hard surface. It collects and starts flowing. It even affects our when it comes to flooding. Mm -hmm. But storing some of the water reduces the uh, surface flow. Storing some of the water gives you water for your domestic activities. Storing some of the water reduces the pressure on Ghana water. Well, let, let's there, go there so many again. Let's go back to what we're saying. Water is being rationed in at least six regions: Western Region, Central Region, Greater Accra, Eastern and Ashanti, and Northern Region. It's because of low levels of rain and the dry season. It's also because of Galamse polluting major water bodies, particularly the Pra and the Ancobra. And also sand winning in the north. Sand winning in the north. And his basic point is that your district will inform you as to when to expect water. And Kojo's advice is go to the water company's website. There's more information there. Well, while we're talking water, we also need to talk about blood. And as part of our drive to care for lives, Danex, Ayrton, Starway and PLC, in partnership with the Kanishik Polyclinics, is organizing the Ferrodex Valentine Blood Donation Exercise to raise blood for the Kanishik Polyclinic Blood Bank. This partnership is expected to raise 150 pints of blood. Let's show some love this Valentine season by donating a pint to save a life. It's on Friday the 18th of February at the forecourt of Danex, Ayrton, Starwin PLC. This is at the North Industrial Area between Fan Milk Factory and GCB Bank. It's from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Interested blood donors should call or WhatsApp 059-2504-500. That's 059-2504-500. Ferrodex capsules and syrups contain iron, folic acid, and vitamin B12. Banex Ayrton starring PLC, caring for life. Meanwhile, Jata Cement, your best quality cement, and the only Holy indigenous Ghanaian cement brand is now available at any authorized distributor or retailer near you. Now, we are cautioning the general public about faceless scammers hey. who are defrauding innocent people, especially on social media, by claiming to sell directly to them from factory. Now, here are a few points from Jata. Number one, we do not sell on social media. We are only sold through accredited distributors and retailers. Number two, we are not running any promo and we are not selling at 30 or 35 CDs. Any advert you see like that is a scam. Number three, no official transaction at Jata requires you to make payments through Momo. As such, any proposal or request is a scam. Be sure to verify the real identity of the person you are dealing with before initiating a transaction. Call 0241941846. Jata Cement Building for Generations. Jata Cement, the best quality cement by far. Tony up, Gazi, Tony up. 
land? Are you struggling to find a litigation-free land for your project? Are you struggling to come up with full payment for that house you want to acquire? And if you're worried about moving into a beautiful house, Edlom Housing is back with products tailored to your individual needs. The villa's three homes located at Amrahia offers an elegant view of the Equipium Ridge. They're contemporary, super affordable apartments with a starting price of $35,000. The avant-garde homes in Najingano are luxurious and they're spacious apartments that are reasonably priced. For more info, call 0270-166-166 or go to edlomhousing.com and book a site visit. Edlom Housing, where spacious homes cost less. And A to Z Auto Servicing, in collaboration with Hallmark Oil, the authorized Texaco lubricants distributor in Ghana, have in stock an array of quality Havoline lubricants for your car engines used for servicing at A to Z Auto Servicing. We offer a one-month warranty to all spare parts that we provide. And what's more, our seasoned mechanics are on hand to offer you free technical advice on the maintenance of your vehicle engines. So for bulk purchase of Havoline lubricants, call us on 59 a to Z Auto Servicing Limited is your one-stop shop for all your auto needs. They're located at Medina Ritz Junction. Call 0240-202-828. Alright, I'm going to move to something we started yesterday. We went further to get more information. So yesterday, we, we spoke about the lack of payments for schools. So we, let's just give the point. We got a couple of messages suggesting that the, the quality of food students were getting wasn't that good. And we also realized that some schools had not received their 30% allocation that is sent to them to buy non-perishables. And then we've also been told that the buffer stock company was having some challenges because they hadn't paid some of their supplies and the supplies were threatened not to provide them with the perishables, oil, milk, and all those things. So Caleb Kuda is going to, going to join me. He went around some schools in Accra to just check what was going on. Um, Caleb, please come. He obviously didn't get any teacher to talk to him. Uh, so, <laughs> let's come and tell me where you went, what you did. And then uh, we'll, we'll play the report. So, after the show in the morning, yes. you took your mic and your camera. Yes. And you moved where? We went to some schools. I don't know. Well, Laboni and Forces Senior Tech. Two senior schools in Accra. Two schools Laboni in Cantonment, Forces yes. in Burma Camp. That's right. And what did you go and do there? Well, school had reopened. There was a day after school reopened. We wanted to find out if um, they had enough stock, as we're hearing that um, some schools didn't have enough food. And then we went to the food uh, food buffer stock company also to find out from them what uh, arrangements have been put in place to ensure that there is enough food. Obviously, it was really difficult getting information from the schools because they didn't want to open up and let us know mm. what situation there was. But what we gathered from... Laboni, for example, was that school had just reopened. They had enough to uh, to hold on to, and they're expecting that as the days go by, more will come in. Is Laboni a boarding school? Laboni has boarding facilities as it does have day. What about exactly. the other school you went to? It's also a boarding school. It's also is a boarding school okay. and has so for for you, did you did you speak to students? I was just about speaking to some students and um, I got a call that the headmistress said, hey, hey, found you my call. No. So they didn't want media to come to the school at, at, all, at, all. at all. But what I got, I heard from some 
concerned teachers is that they used to have and uh, the kids were served the students were served cocoa and bread in the past but now they have cocoa with granuts without the bread see the bread is heavy small so when you add it to the cocoa it can last you but so cocoa, cocoa and, and granuts and then lunch breakfast. is like one lunch is at one so when do they have breakfast 8 30 in the morning so they wanted porridge with bread yeah but they have porridge with granuts yes sir, yes, sir. <laughs> interesting and I get it. So let's hear the report. You went to the Buffer Stock Company as well. I did. All right, let's hear the report and we'll come back in. So yesterday, Caleb went to a few schools to check on the food situation. And it's not just a food, it's also a money. So that there's mm. so it's not, it's in fact, we are, not, we are not saying there's no food in the school. Mm. We're saying that monies mm. that have to be paid for supplies to supply more food mm. have not been paid. And we're also saying that some of the money the schools need to directly buy, non, to buy the, the, the perishables have not been paid as well. Mm. So they may have had food from the previous consignment, but they may not get food in future if those monies are not paid immediately. That was the point we're trying to make here. Be that as it may, here's the report. Following recent concerns about the inadequacy of food items in the more than 600 um, second cycle schools in the country, we've made attempts to reach the Conference of Heads of Assisted Second, uh, Secondary Schools, that is CHAS. We have been unsuccessful, but we've come to the National Food Buffer Store Company Limited. Uh, the chief executive is Hanan Abdul Wahab. Alhaji Hanan Abdul Wahab, we've been picking his reactions to the concerns of the inadequacy of food in the schools. Supplies are ongoing, and, and mind, mind you, most of the food items are actually leaving from the capital Accra to you know um, other parts of the country. And for example, some of the food items would have to move from Tema to Bolaga to Navrongo, you know, to Wa, Asankrigwa, and other places so they are on transit um schools i have just uh, been you know um, reopened and uh, suppliers and uh, all over uh, moving towards the schools to do the supplies could this have happened before i mean a few days to reopening so that there wouldn't be because exactly ideally what we're supposed to do is to make sure that um, food goes to the school before um, students report, but some of the food have actually got into the schools um, somewhere last week before students started um, uh, reporting. But of course, you know, we are not also in normal times and we have to do fumigation of um, the classrooms, the dormitories and the kitchen because of the, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic. So all this will have to be done and giving some space of time before we can, you know, um, bring in food. For example, you know, with the warehousing, uh, you cannot just do fumigation and start receiving food. You have to, you know, let it stay for some. Is it that the vacation wasn't enough break for that to be done? You know, <clears throat> the reality is that um, <clears throat> there were some section of students in school uh, who um, the last academic year just ended uh, last week. It has been difficult getting to know the debt government owes suppliers through the National Food Buffer Store Company Limited in this interview with its uh, chief executive, Al-Hadi Hanan Abdul Wahab. But what we have gathered from our sources indicated that government owes suppliers in excess of more than 250 um, million Ghana cities. Al-Hadi is upbeat that in the coming years, it will be able to supply schools on time. 
2020, we're, we're, 2020 academic year, we're looking about a million, um, a million and half, a million and one, uh, 1 1.1 million students enjoying the free senior high school program. But this year, we are actually looking about um, 1.3 million or so or more who would be um, enjoying the free senior high school. That is year one, year two, and then year three. So are we adequately resourced to take care of their nutritional needs throughout the academic year? We have, you know, gained the experience um, over, the, over, the, over the year. So we are adequately prepared to, to deal with um, the numbers that will be coming in the coming days after uh, um, 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 admissions are, are, are done. And in terms of nutrition, of course, uh, we have been very, you know, um, key in making sure that the right quantity and quality is delivered. We have a whole food safety department that are working, you know, uh, very hard to make sure that um, they do, you know, audit all these food items before they go to school. We've come to Laboni Senior High School at Cantonment here in Accra. We've been unsuccessful getting authorities to speak to us uh, with respect to uh, supply of food items. What we have gathered unofficially though is that school just resumed and that they have enough um, to get by and that they are looking forward to more supplies as um, the academic calendar unfolds. So there is not a situation of uh, inadequacy of food. Rather what we gathered from um, some of uh, the students is that um, uh, bread, for example, has been replaced with granites. So they used to have bread with cocoa for breakfast at 8.30, but it has been replaced with granites. So between 8.30, the next time they have their meals is lunch, which is 1 o'clock, and so they feel that uh, without the bread, it's not heavy enough. We've come to Forces Senior High Technical School at Bema Camp. The authorities tell us that everything is under control. Their students, like many, resumed school yesterday, last night. They had dinner, they've had breakfast and lunch today, and they will have supper. They tell us that, uh, as has always been the case, when, they are about, when their stock is about being depleted, they will let the uh, national buffer stock, and then they will restock their, their food for them. And so they are confident that, as has been the case, it will remain same. They, however, uh, ask us to express their uh, confidence in the government that for their dining hall complex that is 90% complete, they are confident the government will see to its speedy completion. As the academic year unfolds, the CEO of the National Food Buffer Stock has been assuring parents and all stakeholders that there will be enough food throughout the academic year. Trucks are on their way coming, suppliers are all over, you know, uh, crisscrossing to make sure that uh, Food are delivered um, <clears throat> at the at the right time. So I'm sure within 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 few days of this reopening, and every school will get the um, their required or requested quantities uh, needed. And just this morning, we have actually sent the total quantity of um, of rice uh, uh, needed for uh, uh, Saint uh, Saint John's. Senior high school in Greater Accra here is, uh, I think, uh, a little over a thousand. Uh, the supplier sent thousand bucks, but yeah, uh, you know, storage constraint. So they have to take half 
of that and then move the other 500 bags of rice to another another beneficiary school well it's a developing story and uh we will, we will pay attention to it. But yeah, f- a few more comments coming in on water. <laughs> Let's hear more from them, Nathan. Water, yeah. Um, this one's uh, from Emmanuel, resident of Takradi New Site, Efiekuma. Says, our water stopped running since December till date, yet they keep bringing the bills. Mm-hmm. Please find out from Ghana Water why the water is not running at New Site. The situation is getting worse each and every day because not all of us can afford to buy water. If it can run at least once a week, it will not be bad, okay? Uh, this one says, the water is not running at Omanjo, so to, for two weeks now. Um, this one says, I live at Tema Community 26, around the affordable housing area. I've not had water for more than three months. Chrissy mm. sends that. Chrissy sends that. This one says, I'm in Osu, Ginlet Pharmacy area. No water for almost three weeks. It's very frustrating. This is what we, we have been going through since covid Mm. Oh, Helen said that. This one says, My water started running this morning, Bay Chile, just around the Romance pub. My my problem is why they will begin water rationing without telling us. Albert mm. Okran sent that. Mm-hmm. This one says, In Takadi Atanaji, the taps have not been running for two weeks. The water tankers are super expensive too. Mm. Um, Abeku in Takadi, Windy uh, Ridge, says, Water has not run through my taps for the past three weeks. A bohefron says, I, I live uh, in Dowenya. Mm-hmm. I haven't had water from Ghana water for about four weeks. I buy water from the tankers. I, the, the water runs every fortnight, but with low pressure. Mm-hmm. And many around my house never get served. What area is this? He says Dowenya. Hmm. So a lot of these people don't know when to even expect the water, which is what I was trying to glean from the yes. interview. But I think it's not as straightforward. I don't know. I, I didn't really get the clarity on that maybe water is not like power where you can say monday six to eight you have what uh, you have power mm-hmm. and that kind of thing water because for those who do i mean that's what i was hoping to ex- like you yeah, were saying to hear. It's, it's not and i think it's also uh, uh, district specific yes so um the water system is not like the national interconnected transmission system of greco for example mm-hmm. where it's all connected to one hub Mm. Um, if there's a water treatment plant at say Oboise mm. it serves that enclave they they do not continue the pipes to join maybe the Kumasi water treatment okay uh-huh. Okay. so Owabe in Kumasi is serving a certain section of Kumasi mm. is serving a certain section of Kumasi Pong mm-hmm. is serving I think Accra East right yes. and Accra West will be Weja so depending on the system that you are served by I I I I for to the best of my knowledge, the water lines are not interconnected like the electricity lines. Mm. Okay, but, but could you so how why does that prevent whichever system is serving you from letting you know when you'll get water? Exactly. I I think that the district offices, even though they've been trying, they need to do better to be able to communicate to people. Um, those in this area. You are going to mm. get water mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Those mm-hmm. that there are some areas I know they are doing that, but I don't think it's been executed very well across the country. All right, send us your comment zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. And as I said, we'll keep an eye on the supply of money or the payment of money. 
and also the supply of food. It's a new flavor though, another energetic experience, a pleasant new taste. Energize your day with a kind of good day energy drink and know the difference. Makes you feel great and is the best for that special occasion. Available at all girls shops, but you're on a total Melcom supermarket, Palace Mall and at a pub near you. We'll be right back, stay with us. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. It's in a Alright, so it's 18 minutes past 9. Still on the city breakfast show. More comments on the water situation. Yes, today. Alice. Alice is asking, um, do the water treatment facilities in Ghana just treat raw water mm-hmm. or they also treat wastewater to make it usable? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something Kojo can answer. All right. Mm. Martin is Martin says, I live at Kotobabi. We have not had water for about eight days. Mm. And it's very terrible. 
Funda from Dakuma. Ghana water well, should. Well, let me just say, terrible is very bad. So very terrible is not really good to say. It's like a, a stretch. I'm just just for those <laughs> listening. So you can say it's very bad or it's terrible. Mm, yeah. But say it's very terrible. It's like <laughs> Sorry. you're overusing it's the word. You know, from Dakuma says Ghana water should cut water supply to Parliament and the ministries. Why? So that they feel how unbearable water shortage is. Mm. As a result, they will tackle Galamse, which I believe. So that one, you can't uh, conclude that. Galevo from Japan, or Galevo mm-hmm. from Japan, says, "How can a small country like Ghana, with the largest man-made lake in the world, be talking about water oh. water shortage? Oh, what is needed is investment. Hang on, we have money to import, but not money to rather build the infrastructure." Good point. Mm. This one says, Cape Coast water crisis is now a state of emergency. Mm. For a month now, there's not been water. Mm. You don't even get a tanker to bring you some. Hey. And Ghana water is not saying anything good to us. Oh. We only hear rumors, but they have not spoken to anybody on what the problem is. Hmm. Yeah, I was asking, can you ask what happened to the Teshin desalination project? Oh, Sakumono has been without water for over a month. Tell me about it. Yep. This mm. one says, Ho is suffering from a water problem. Mm-hmm. Water does not run regularly. Mm. In my area at, is it Penwe? Penwe. Penwe. Mm-hmm. Water only runs between 2 a.m. and 4.30 a.m. Once every three weeks. Mm. If you are not awake <laughs> at that time. <laughs> two to four. It's almost like uh, scheduled all night. <laughs> 2 a.m. to 4.30. Keep wake. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes I want from Ho. Bernard, I've lived at Ho all my life and the water shortage wasn't a big deal. But now I can assure you that it's becoming a big deal. There are certain areas of the town that hardly get water running. That is Hoslint Flats, Dave, Powerhouse, etc. Growing up, we depended on tap water for basically everything. It's the water we drink, but now you dare not drink the tap water. You will die from typhoid and other diseases. Ghana water now is only good for washing and cleaning. Ghana water, water is only good for washing and cleaning. And for drinking, you have to depend on bottle or sachet water. Economically, it's also becoming a challenge because you are paying water bill to Ghana water. You're also spending differently to buy water to drink. Ghana, my motherland, is dying slowly. And this is coming from uh, J. J. Kotoka. Meanwhile, in Ho, half of the basement of Villandro Palms in Ho contains water. The 12-bedroom house for 50 years has never run out of water. Where did they get the water from? we harvest rain. Harvest rain water? Yes. Harvest rainwater, okay. Alrighty. Uh, Bernard from Takrade <clears throat> says, um, the water that runs through the tap has a color somewhere between light brown and light gray or so. Mm-hmm. You have to let it settle um, <laughs> for the... Okay, you have to leave it for some time for the particles to settle so you can use it. For about a week, and the water is not been running. Hey, it's a matter. <laughs> <laughs> The water situation is of concern. Go to the Ghana Water website, according to Kutu. Do they have a Facebook page, by the way? No, they do have Do they put some of these things on their social media as well? I, I, I don't follow their Facebook religiously. You go to, their website. go to the website because you have all the information there. Okay. Well, those of you sending me messages from Central Region, Western Region, you'll see me there in March. <laughs> Hopefully, there'll be water when I get there. <laughs> Hopefully there'll be water when I get there. We're on our way to the Heritage Caravan this March from the 5th to the 12th. Where we, are, we, are, we are spending several, seven magical days in eight regions. Starting from Greater Accra to Central, Western, Western, North. We also go through Ahafo, Bono, Bono East, Northern, North, East, Upper East, Savannah, Shanti and the Eastern Region. 
it's fun it's educative it's refreshing it's amazing five thousand cities for single occupancy four thousand for double occupancy Mama. go to cityinusium.com or call zero two zero five Nine seven three nine seven three. Register for the Heritage Caravan is brought to you by City TV in partnership with City FM, partnered by the Ghana Tourism Authority, sponsored by Hollard Insurance Ghana, Goyle, uh, that's Ghana Oil Company, Star Beer and Voltic Ghana. More comments on water. Somebody sent me two photographs of water he gets when he opens his tap at Nungwa. It looks like um, diluted asana. Hey. Oh yes, look at it. Check it out. Oh. Yeah, terrible. So we don't know. Mm. Well, Kojo, does the water company have a WhatsApp line people can complain to? Yes. So you can send. So guys, you can send some of these images they, they to that WhatsApp, WhatsApp line. line. Uh huh. Good. Line. So you can go on their website, get your district manager's line. It's on the web. It's on. It's on their uh, website, right? Yes. So every district. That's if you know your district. Yes, and they have a toll-free line. Mention 0, 800, 40, so let me just write that zero eight hundred forty thousand. I think this is for Vodafone and um, landlines only. And their WhatsApp oh, line. Vodafone and landline. Yes. Oh, and their WhatsApp do. line is zero five five five. So zero three four five. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to redo this thing. Zero triple five. Zero triple five. One two three. Hmm. 393. This is a WhatsApp line for Ghana Water. Yes. 0555 123 393. And the other is 0555. No, let me save this one first. Ghana Water. Uh, the other one is what? 0555. 0555. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. 1. Or zero triple five one two three three nine three. You can WhatsApp them a question about say mm. I live at Dawinya or Domipila too. When will I get water? Something like this. Or you can say I live at Nungwa. This is the kind of water I got. Like engage, engage, right? Please, oh. please mention the numbers. Good. Again. So there's two zero triple five one two three three nine three. That's zero triple five one two three three nine three. The other one, could you the numbers follow? The other one is zero triple five one triple five two four. Fantastic. So you can WhatsApp those numbers with your water related issues. If you are in a different district, they'll, they'll let you know. Basically, once you, res- you send a message, somebody will respond to you. <laughs> have you had a few Kuma message already? Yes, I have. From New Tardy? Yes. Okay. All right. And the Omanja one as well? Yes, I've gone through all so the water messages. Charlie. Oh, all of them. Galvojik. Charlie, there are places in Ghana. Mm-hmm. People are suffering now. Hmm? Race course and things. <laughs> Race course. Places like East Legon Hill, Santo. Charlie. <laughs> you know, I was watching I was watching About Town two days ago and they went to Santo. And, you know, much as I, I really want to commend the road they've done, Santo people, they've suffered too much. You know, Santor is, I think, the next big thing in terms mm-hmm. of where it's It's because it's basically got a connection between Ashaman and mm-hmm. Ashalibuchi, right? <laughs> okay. And I think the road is about three kilometers, if not more. Kale, how long is the road? It's more, it's more. It's, it's about four or five kilometers. The Santor Road. It will be. Yeah. Be Charlie Kukui, the road. Are you talking about the Santor to Ashaman Road? Yes, yeah, so from, from the junction at um, Maijo uh-huh. to Santor. To Ashaman. 
yes the full road is longer than four. probably like 10 kilometers uh, maybe mm. maybe eight eight ish yeah. yeah and the whole road is bad Mm. It's, you know, you know what's bad about it? It's like it's not just like it's rough. Sometimes you can go, then you are going down, then you go up, yeah. then you go. You know, it's like yeah. so, it's so when you race, when you race and you are driving like a small car, you, you can literally drive in a pond. Yes. Mm. it's so bad. And we call the place East Legon. Meanwhile, there's so many people building there. Like, <laughs> look, if you look at the number of buildings there, mm-hmm. you know it's. So I don't want to talk about roads today. It's not like that's that's not my agenda today. <laughs> So good morning to Kabunya Hills people too. Who's <laughs> Kabunya Hills? <laughs> and Daphne, well, they also united. <laughs> they've also started giving themselves hills. You know when they add hills to a place, they just raise the price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey. So I like that. When you add hills, it raises the price. Wow. Nana, it's true. Okay. Nana, Nana well, hills. Let me tell you about Diamond Cement, the mm. highest quality cement on the Ghanaian market. Since the year 2000, Diamond has put smiles on the faces of homeowners, block makers, and supported numerous construction projects with a high quality brand that is rated green by the Environmental Protection Agency. Now, anyone who wishes to buy Diamond Cement should deal with the company directly. You can call 0244 313 Diamond cement, still as hard as a diamond. Don't forget, there's a blood donation exercise happening on Friday the 18th at the forecourt of Danix Ayatin. It's in partnership with the Kaneshi Polyclinic. And it's done as part of the Ferrodex Valentine Blood Donation Exercise to raise 150 pints of blood for the Kanishi Polyclinic Blood Bank. You can call or WhatsApp 059-2504-500. And you can join us between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. on Friday to donate blood. Ferrodex capsules and syrups contain ion folic acid and vitamin B12. I, I really hope the secondary schools have water, though. That's the first thing I thought about when I saw the message from Cape Coast, especially. Yeah. Because I remember when I, was in, when I was in school, we, there were days we didn't have water, we had to use a borehole. Mm. And our boreholes were a bit... It's on the same campus, but it was like on the... Getting to the... There's a bush between the school and Medina, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though it's part of the school land. But the boreholes were placed <laughs> there. So when like there was a period we didn't have water, we had to literally go and fetch water. Mm. Hard water. Mm. You know, it was so bad. It yeah. was it was so bad. And Holy that. Child, when we didn't have water, mm. we'd have to climb what we call the farm stairs. So there were stairs. You know, Holy Child, it's very hilly. It's on a hill. So you, you know, I don't to... know Holy Child. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah, we went to Presec. But um, the guys who went to school in Cape, yeah. we used to come. Is your school on a hill or something? It is. It is. It's, we call it Angel's Hill. And you direct, have to direct walk me to down. Your, direct me to your school from... You know, when, I, when I'm going to Cape Coast, when I get to the Agri Memorial... Yes, no, no. Agri Memorial National, you know you're there. Yes. And they take a left. So do I do I take the first left? Yes. So I don't get to the girl in the main town. You can just take the first left. First left after the Agri Memorial the first, thing. The, so the Tony Child will be the first school you get to on your right. you see it on the right. So I take a left. Yeah. What's the, what school is closest to your school? Oh, gosh. It's probably... Agri National, what the boys' schools? No, all the schools. So you know, when you are coming to Cape Coast first, you see Infantiman first. Infantiman, yeah, Infantiman is a bit Salt away, away from us. Yeah. Then you get to, to Agri and National. Yeah, I think is it National first before Agri? Or when when you are coming into Cape Coast from Accra, do you see National first or Agri? I'm confused now. But yeah, but you basically see the bridge. The bridge is Agri, like the overhead bridge. The overhead one. Yes. So after the overhead, I turn left. You turn left, and Holy Child will be on your right. What's the color of your school? Like red and brown. 
Those is, are our colors. Is that how the school is painted though? No, no. The colors are quite neutral. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How big is Very the school? Neutral. How big is it? It's not big. Holy like we don't have a big campus. No, no, no. It's not big. What's what's so unique, the whole campus. What's unique, <laughs> what's unique about Holy Child? Ah, look at the person sitting across from me now. <laughs> no, but you are a product <laughs> of research, no, you're a product of Holy Child, and you're also the product of Spelman College. So look at that too. I went to two all female schools for yes. secondary and tertiary. No, no, but I'm saying like what's undergrad. U- what's unique about holy child? I just want to know. We are holy children. We are, ho- we are holy children. <laughs> are holy no, I, I when you look at yeah. a holy child woman, she's she's more multifaceted, I think, than than most than most well, multifaceted women from what? other girls' schools. Well multifaceted faceted means what? Well, we're, we're, we're I'm setting traps for you by the way because <laughs> I, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing because I know who's coming next. <laughs> That's why I say we are more multifaceted <laughs> than some of the people from other girls' schools. Okay, so, forget about other schools. Just, and, okay, forget about other schools. You know, sometimes, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I'm coming. Sometimes yeah. when we ask you to define who you are, don't think about competitors. Think about holy child. I'm not thinking about competitors. No, we're unique in our own right. What makes a holy child woman? Okay, who is your typical, apart from you, <laughs> who is your typical holy child product that you would say, if you look at this person, this is what we mean by holy child? But we're so versatile. Give me one. We're such model, model because citizens. Do you know that the current vice chancellor of the University of Ghana, Legon, is a Hobson? Are you kidding me? Yes, Professor Abba. Yes. So she's a, a typical example. Then she's great. She's all, that, that's, that's why awesome. I said we're multifaceted. She's awesome. We're, we're versatile. No, I love her. She's amazing. You know Afia Moro of Jandel? No, I don't. She's a Hobson. I don't know. Jandel is the biggest events and decor company in Ghana. I don't know Afia She's a Moro. legend. Tell me somebody I know. know. her. But she also, she also doesn't know me, so we are the same. If, if, should I tell you about some people in this house who are Hobsons? You know them? No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> I, my favorite Hobson is Anna Bosman. Anna Bosman is lovely. It's amazing. Anna Bosman. You know she has a daughter who sings very well? Is we it? are boss, yeah. Anna Bosman, when she speaks English. Yeah. Oh, could you? She's just... Anna Bosman is, is a lovely woman. She's, she was an ambassador. Yeah. I'm not sure if she still is. Was she in France? I think at a point. Yeah. I you know, those is when you uh, interview her on Shraj, Charlie, her English is like... I, I think Correct. she was in France, but I don't know if she's still so, there. Do you have any sports people? Oh, sports, holy child, or non, um, non-academic people? Non-academic. You know, because a lot of people are judges, magistrates, doctors, yeah. and those things. I'm, I'm looking for someone like like Akusia Japong. Is she and Stephanie Benson. Oh, and Stephanie Benson, her sister. Her big Is sister. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kukui, no, Kukui, we know. We know. I'm thinking more. Oh, Akusha Japan is Holy Child. And Stephanie Benson. Is that where... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, Holy Child. Oh. Is that where uh, Shelly <laughs> Fimpo-Manso went? Or she didn't go to Holy Child? What's the difference Holy Child and St. Rose's? Oh, because St. Rose's is also a school I really admire. I have you, some you really good friends. Roses. Went, oh, my, some of my best is friends. Is there a went certain there. woman who is no, 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 no. A lot of my mates no, went there. Yes. No, no. Oh, tell it. Oh, it could be. Oh, right? no, Maybe you have no, a link. No, 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 no. Maybe there's something that oh, your eyes to say. Oh, no, 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 no. It no, could like, be. You know when we, when we left school, a lot of us went to Motown, Prisegi, mm-hmm. but then my mates went to Saint Rose. Also solid. Yeah, you feel them, eh? Oh, not in that sense. What sense? I know you too much. No, because I also admire Prisegi men. I know, yeah. I know, I know, I, mean, I know. Who went to Presec, who went to Kwabotre, who yeah. went to, of course, the White School. <laughs> I mean, a solid guy, man. But we refer people to your Twitter post. No, no, seriously, seriously, seriously. So I'm asking because you see, 
when you take Catholic schools, I'll give you an example. My friend Sankara, he went to St. Augustine. Francis Prince Sankara. And then he went mm. to Pesco. Mm-hmm. He can tell the difference between the two schools. All okay. right. And also somebody else said this to me. Who was this? Um, he was saying that he was in St. Augustine's for the mm-hmm. first five years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a really good school. But Pesco, like you were crazy in terms of they were overstudying. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? It was like okay. Pesco, they, they are too book long. <laughs> but St. Augustine's is okay. They do sports, they good hair. So I was trying to ask like what well, if if you take if you take um Holy Child. Yes. And you compare it to Satan Roses. But you see, listen, look at the example you gave. Because remember, I'm Catholic school, so I'm yes, trying to equalize the, the Catholic system. School. Remember, in the old system, mm-hmm. you had O and A levels. Some people would go to a different school for A levels. They, they compare. Got, so they, they have compare. the luxury of comparing. But in our time, SHS, you just go. Three years, you're done. You don't really get to, to mm. see anything else. And mm. of course, there were people who did one to upper. Mm. So they were in the same school. Okay, let me ask you another throughout. question. Yeah. Assuming you were doing one to upper, we were in awesome, and then you had to choose. So let's assume you went to Holy Child 5 and said, you know what, I want to choose another school. Oh gosh, why would I choose another school? No, <laughs> no, but you know what? Assuming, if, assuming, yes, I probably would have chosen a school like Motown. Yeah, yeah, I know that, that might sound crazy. Yeah, yeah, just like, for a different for the experience. Mixed school experience. So you you wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't go to a Cape Coast. Maybe not. Maybe I would decide. You know what? I've done you five to, years in Cape. Let me come home Accra. to Accra and, Accra, and you, to you, you will not go for girls. You go for mixed. No. So after have, five years of girls. So you'd have done probably Motown. Maybe. That's so sad. I, 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 no, I always found Motown that's, intriguing. That's so sad. Why is it sad? That's so sad. What is sad about that? So or, sad. Or, or it would have been nice because of how it was back in the day. Yeah. I could have chosen Preset. Yes. <laughs> cool, so so Preset, you know? That's I think that was like giving you. Lucy Quist. You know? You know? The, and the and, 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 and wonderful uh, uh, Patricia. You know what I'm saying? Patricia Obuna, you know? Saying. And I've been a female Preset grad. That would have been and nice. That would be so good because we treated the girls like royalty. <laughs> when I was in front one, there were yellow dress wearing six formers. When they are coming, we just stand and watch them. They used to wear yellow, eh? Bruta. They used to wear yellow. We had a girl's prefect, Imelda. Charlie, when you see them ah, coming, They used to wear yellow. Imelda Marco, yeah, she was her, oh, she was nice. her head prefect. So, when you... We didn't, Charlie, we had never seen girls in our lives. <laughs> and they used to wear yellow. Yellow and brown. They used to wear yellow. Yes. They used to wear yellow. Like the yellow display, right? Yes, lift here. <laughs> Yellow is also in our cut, so they were yellow and green. This yeah. is the Western. This is where yellow, so she lives pure. You know what I'm going to do now? Yes. I, I, the reason I'm doing this is I have friends from Gehe. Interestingly, three year groups, three year groups joining mm. to do something. And I'm going to let the Hobson interview them. Oh, how's that? Let's do it. Well, no, we're actually Cape Coast sisters, so it's cool. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's, a, a few it's a friendly party. Let me interview them. Yeah, <laughs> I've done interviews on games. This, this guy cannot be trusted. <laughs> so I'm going to speak to uh, friends from Gehe. Mr. Chicky, where your boy? Yay, Chicky, where your boy? Yay, Mr. Chicky, where your boy? Yay, Chicky, where your boy? Mr. Chicky, 
Yes. And by, by the way, my sister went to Wesley Girls. Yeah, you see. So you, you have a And I need to tell you this. I need to tell you my sister went to Gay. Yeah. Charlie, when she came back after the first term. <laughs> hey, Kukui. You could see a difference. My God. No, Gehe has, My has that God. legacy as well. Like seriously. I mean, the the way she even walked, mm-hmm. the way she organized mm-hmm. it. I was like, what's happened to this girl? <laughs> and it was just first term. Yeah. Charlie. You see a difference. It was serious. I mean, yeah. I've never seen it. And since my little sister, we used to go to school together from class one, oh. always with me. So hey, Zerum, Charlie. You Deadly. Our schools very well but if but we can't if we can't give them food let them go home let's not let's not force ourselves anyway you know anyway so we have old girls from uh gehe wesley girls high school the oldest school in ghana Thelma is Thelma materia wesley girls high school 2000 year group Thelma, you're welcome to the show thank you Bernard. lucia japon is also from the 2000 year group lucy is from academic city yes i am Thelma is a lawyer i am she's <laughs> one of the high level lawyers in town what's the name of your firm it's called Keystone Solicitors. Kai. <laughs> Keystone Solicitors. Welcome. So we're about 2,000. Yeah. Yes. Which means when I was in Form 3, we were in Form 1. Yes. Mm. That's good to know. <laughs> and I understand there's a speech day coming soon. Yes, this good. weekend. This weekend. Yeah. Okay, but why are we here? Tell me, why are we here today? Um, we are here today basically to talk to you about Wesley Girls, to remind okay. you that we are still around, <laughs> and to tell you about... Uh, 185th speech and prize given day and the legacy project that wow. the year groups uh taking um, part in are you seriously 185 <laughs> mm. this is 185th speech day but the school is actually 186 are you serious <laughs> yes yes so we are in 2022 so 1922 is 100 take away 85 so like like I come eighteen something seriously something that's yeah. that's the legacy eighteen thirty six something yes exactly yes. that's when Mrs Wrigley set up with the oh so Wrigley House Mrs Wrigley yes, yes. eighteen thirty six eighteen thirty six wow and at the same location no no moved somewhere else locations um, moved locations moved locations during the period and at one point actually we had mm. to join in fancy for a little bit mm. oh so you are you were there from fancy school oh, came yes. so why do they say they are the school you are the first you are the first school in ghana so the school was initially set up as a vocational school. training but it's still a school teacher, but yes more or less. so 1836 yes. that's right i think they may have started their high school because we started at the primary. Uh, so you were here before the bond of 1844 was signed. Yes. Oh yes, yes definitely. Which yeah. means we can blame you people for <laughs> sell because it means you were educated when we were not, and you still got us to sign that bad agreement. I don't know who was sitting in there. I'm sure they didn't have any gay girls. I'm sure. if they did. They wouldn't, they wouldn't have signed this agreement. Be here. Before we get into what you're doing, I just want to know why did you go to gay, um, Lucy? 
So me, a lot of my family had already gone to Gehe. Mm-hmm. I had heard the good things about Gehe. Mm-hmm. So I knew from a, from childhood that I was going to Gehe. From childhood. Okay, I'm so sorry. My first choice was Wesley Girls. Second choice was Wesley Girls. Third choice, Holy Child. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> You know, back in the day when you could have we three choices. Yeah. No, no offense taken at all. Gay wasn't even on my list. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charlie. 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 But, but interestingly enough, St. Rose's was. Yes. Is it? Yeah, and Motown. This Motown, this is your Motown itch. You. I have to do something about it. Yes. What about you? Why did you go to Gay? <laughs> well, nobody in my family had gone to Wesley uh, Girls okay. until I did. Okay. And it's my headmistress from primary school who recommended that I go to Wesley when Girls. When I see your walking and your behavior. Best girl school ah, in Ghana. Maybe she thought, maybe she said that when I see the way you walk, you do well like that. <laughs> but subsequently, all my sisters mm-hmm. have gone to Wesley Girls except one who went to Achimota. Oh. <laughs> I see. I'm sure if you had a brother, you'd have gone to Presec. But we'll, we'll see that. My to- brother went to France <laughs> oh, and Agri Memorial. Ah, <laughs> terrible. Let's talk about the Legacy Project. What is that? What's the Legacy Project? Okay, so historically, when mm-hmm. it comes to speech days, mm-hmm. you have year groups um, coming together to do something for the school. So after mm-hmm. 20 years of graduation, you come back and do something for the school. Mm-hmm. But for the first time this year, as opposed to one year group coming to do something for the school, we wanted to do something substantial. Mm-hmm. So go away from those single piecemeal projects to one that is long lasting. Uh-huh. And it's quite interesting that you come to Wesley Girls and we actually don't have a real administration block. Why not? Currently, our headmistress's office is under the sick bay. Oh, um, no. And you see all the um, le- um, teachers all scattered around different places. And it's been like that since we were there. Mm. And then we also know that our students are, are now in a modern world. Mm-hmm. They need resource facility, research facilities. Um, so working together with the OGA, we decided to come up with this legacy project, mm-hmm. which is basically coming up with this administration and resource center mm-hmm. to provide a holistic you know, education for our students. Because we know that when we empower our teachers to be mm. better, that's when they make our students even better. A lot of the time, projects focus around the girls. Mm-hmm. And this is one that we want to do for both teachers and the girls. And this is not just the 2,000-year group? No. No, it's not. So typically, the year group that's celebrating its 20th anniversary would host mm-hmm. the speech day and mm-hmm. then deliver a project. But what we are doing is we are using three-year groups, so 2000, 2001, and 2002. Mm. And then they have supporting year groups, which will be the year groups that are celebrating 10th, 30th, 40th, 50th, and if they are alive, 60th mm. anniversary of leaving the school. Mm-hmm. So when we bring the main um, three hosting year groups and then the supporting year groups together, there are 12-year groups mm-hmm. who are doing this legacy project. Okay. It, must, it must be big. Yes. So we had 2000 with our supporting anniversary groups, 90, 1980, 1970. Mm-hmm. Then we also have 2001, 1991, 1981, 1971. Mm. Hold on, Lucy. Let's take mm. it one by one. <laughs> so the 2000, 2002, you were in school together sponsors, generally. Yes. So when you were in form three, the form ones. Yes. And your form twos. And, form and two. when you see them, now, some people still say Sister Lucy. I'm this, like, oh, I know, right? The age that we are in, please call me Lucy. But I think this is good. I think what the way you're doing it is the way to go. Yeah, you get more numbers, way. more people who can contribute it. So it's spread over a larger number of people instead of just one year group shouldering mm-hmm. everything, the which is big. It's big, yeah. Is big. I mean, it, it's 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 a good way yes. to do it. Okay, so wait, so the twenty year anniversary you lead. Mm-hmm. So next year, what happens? Because two thousand one, two thousand two are joining you. Yes. So next year, so wh- let me it? 
Let me explain the process. So for this year, as Thelma said, we are we are leading mm -hmm. and we are in charge. We've done all the design for this resource center mm -hmm. and at our speech day, we will launch it. Okay. 2001 next year would give us an update. They would have come up with an updated okay. um, with related to their project and then 2002 will commission we'll it. Oh, all right. right. So right. every year. Every year will benefit. Three year but then, nice. So every speech day, they'll all come with us because we're holding hands to the end. Okay. And next okay. year, so we'll go again and next year, the other year. Oh, we'll this is great. Again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So tell Tell me more about what you're building and why it's such a big project. I'm told it's in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes, so it's a resource center mm -hmm. which will also have our administration block. Mm -hmm. Our headmistress's office will be there. Mm -hmm. um, the offices for account admin will be there. The teachers will have offices in there. We'll have a guidance and counseling center. Mm. And then we'll have an auditorium in for primarily virtual um, learning and teaching. Mm -hmm. With COVID coming on, it's become more prevalent. Like it's important that we we resource the school to be able to withstand any of the things that we've gone through the last two years, mm -hmm. particularly with virtual education and learning. And mm -hmm. that's one of the things that the resource center will do wow. once it's built. And I'm sure the project costs over $400,000. Yes, it costs $450,000 to build. Ooh. So it doesn't come with the um, soft stuff. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So your year group is contributing how much? Well, um, so our year group, with our supporting year groups are contributing a third of it. That's one fifty thousand. Mm -hmm. But two thousand year group has to raise half of the one fifty thousand, which is seventy five thousand okay. dollars. Oh, but you just need to do one case together. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of level of lawyer you are, there's no. But let's just get it straight. So you're saying there were other year groups. I wanted to go through this again. So apart from the three year groups you've mentioned, nineteen seventy. Nineteen seventy. So it's nineteen seventy, nineteen seventy one, nineteen seventy two. Okay. 1980, 1981, 1982, when okay. we were born. And then 90. <laughs> and 90. Then, yes, you were 90. Born. <laughs> oh, you're young. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, better think of it this mm -hmm. way. Um, whoever is celebrating 10 years, 20 years, okay. 30 years, 40 years, 50 years of leaving the school is part of oh. either the hosting year group I or the it. supporting year groups. So, 70 to 73. Mm -hmm. 80 to 83, yes. 1993. I yes. see. That's, that's interesting. But um, unfortunately for us, we don't have a 2010 year group because I think that's when they had um, SS4. That's oh, so there's no 2010 year group? There's no 2010 year group. Oh. Is it? Yes. I didn't know this. I see. So this project, how long have you given yourself to finish it? Three years. So what do you want people to do? Are you asking gay hair people listening all over to give you money? Are you asking other people to join what's what's the what's the what's the agenda well um we're asking everybody to support us mm. um, it's not ne it's not necessarily for only gay girls because mm -hmm. i mean the benefits of wesley girls high school permeates the whole society yes your child might not go to wesley girls your sister might not go there okay. but your doctor might or your lawyer mm. <laughs> mm. or your headmistress your dean of you're the dean of graduate dean of engineering dean of engineering at academic yeah. city amazing i mean Lucy is amazing. She's an aeronautical engineer. She used to design airplane wings. <laughs> I mean, she's 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 a top shutter. So you were, you did science again? Yes, I did science again. You did art. I did art. Yes. So you went to you went. Some, yes, yeah. after after game, I went to Legon for like three days. I'm very proud of that. <laughs> three <laughs> days, <laughs> and then you left. Then I went to the University of Leeds. Yes, aeronautic engineering, aeronautical and aerospace engineering. Amazing. Wow. So, Gehe is asking us to help them. Yes. Who would have thought, we have to support. Who would have thought yeah. that Gehe would say they need money? They need money. So, we should support. Let Let support. How can we support? support. Let I me mean, know. Bad. 
Now you know. I can't say that Epokra is Yotogu. Epokra is Yotogu. So is it like Momo thingy or bank account? What's that? We want to know so we can contribute. I'm sure well, there are people listening abroad as well. We do have um, a bank account. We mm. can give the details to you to put on your social media pages. Yes. But we have an MTN Momo account. Mention it before the number Levy comes. is zero five nine three zero four one five one zero. You want to pay quickly. Before, before 059-304-1510. And it's a Gehe Momo account. Yes, when you when you put it in, it would say WGHS 2000. Okay. They are hoping to raise at least $75,000, which is half of the 150, which is one third of the 450. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of mathematics. Lot of money. Lot and of we money need to money. give a significant amount at our speech day this weekend. Your speech day this weekend? Yes, yes, because we have to start the work and it has to... Oh, you know, so you have to make a big announcement on this speech day yes we need to give a huge check <laughs> Kukui, please yes. donate zero five nine three zero four one five one zero zero five nine three zero four one five zero. if you are listening you went to kabucho you went to st augustine's you went to adisadel you went to agri you went to presec let's help our friends from the 2000 year group make it big i'm surprised you don't have a, a, a proper administration for your headmistress because i was privileged to moderate a session for mrs Echampong. She, she left before you came Amazing woman. She wrote a book about her time at mm-hmm. Gehe. I think you can call her Mrs. Gehe. Yes. Yeah. yeah, because a lot of the values and things were brought to life under her tenure. She knows yeah. She's incredible. I mean, we miss Mrs. Echampon, but our headmistress, the one who, who was your admitted us, was Mrs. Nancy Thompson. And okay. she's amazing. So she came after. Yes. Okay. So we were the first cohort that she admitted. She welcomed. Yes. And think about it. At that time, that mm. was when... Our, that was when our numbers went up. So this was the first time she recruited over 300 students in one year. Well, 300 is up? Yes. <laughs> and hell broke loose. Really? To the extent that everybody said she was letting in all and sundry. Yes, we were the all and sundry. We were the all and sundry. <laughs> I went to Spawn in 96. We were 415. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the the, the year group they were almost seven hundred. Wow. We're not that bad. I'm sure you like, oh, about your school. But interesting. We're like now. <laughs> interesting now. I think the students they're currently about like thousand six mm-hmm. altogether. Altogether. Yeah. Altogether. Yeah. So it's increasing. I went to a school in the central region. The whole school is about five thousand. Oh, wow. Yes, a school in Central Or the host is about five thousand. Four one two. For us, science one to science three, about fifty per class. So science one fifty. And then business one, business two, business three, arts one, arts two, arts. This is just a year group. Agri one. Let's put everything together. How many? Visual arts. Over a thousand. Oh, they're smart, Thank you. Uh, I'll take a short break. We're talking to Gehe Wesley Girls High School. Somebody listening says that Bernard in Fantipim is the first secondary school in Ghana. Full stop. The key is yeah. Well, I always tell people age is not an achievement. Well, oh, well, people you. who want to know more about Gehe should just Google Wesley Girls, the story of Wesley Girls High School Heritage Month. Yeah. Oh, you have because that? Because we had that conversation with Mrs. Echampon. Oh, you interviewed her? And she broke everything down. Is it? Yes. How far back is this? Oh, this was about two or three years ago or four years ago. Oh, wow. It was a very good conversation. We'll probably have to play back yeah. one of these days. Mm. All right. Well, so, this month is Heritage Month. Yeah. Yes, this month. So, it's Pure. Speak true, right, wrong, right, wrong, and, and follow, follow the king. I love your motto. That one, they don't like you. It's, it's deep. <laughs> Always right, wrong. It's what we love what CTFM is doing. Live pure. Yes. Speak, speak true. true. Right, right, wrong, and the right, wrong. No, it's what I really like. Right, right, wrong. No, no, your your motto yeah. is deep. Yeah. Where is where is it from? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you serious? Though? That's 
mean, yours is Fakta Nonverba, which is yes. really good as well. Yeah. But this so, is deep. This week is Edikanfu week. So let's say that Edikanfu decided that after looking at the community and looking at how they are grooming the ladies, this is how they want a Wesley girl's Live pure, speak true, right, wrong. You don't need to go to get to live by this. This is this is this is heavy. I like it. I like it. Wow. Thelma, great to see you. Same here, Bernard. Keep doing your Lord things. And Lucy. Yes. PhD Lucy. <laughs> Aeronautic Engineering Lucy. Oh, I beg you. Do, uh, <laughs> I'll announce the number already. again when they are gone. Thank you very much. Thank we'll be right so back. So if God uh, decides uh, to go to space, there's people like Lucy who would get us there, right? Oh, oh, yeah. And then we'll call her astronauts Ghana Nuts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Friday, Jabolo, all night, Saturday, and I am a club with the moon. Yelly, I am Martin, Zeman, Shock, and Ugubu Cap with the moon. I A few quick comments coming through. Bernard, my older girl, is in a final year at Gay Hay. It's a great school, but Free SHS is killing it. <laughs> I love the emotion resonates. That's what she says. Here's one from uh, Bridget. Bridget says, Bernard, thanks for commending us. My love to the young women in the studio, Thelma and Lucy. And then she says, um, my year group is 86. We are the first group of Mrs. Champong entering in 81. We're 101. You went to second school in 81, the year I was born. Bridget, that's not even legal. Oh, Charlie, 1981. That's when she entered secondary school. Wow, amazing. Better please uh, forget them. Fancy me with the school. <laughs> See how they had to explain <laughs> with extra right. sheets the things. <laughs> Bocho is the first secondary school in Ghana. By the time Wesley Girls became a secondary school, Bocho was already in existence and operating as a secondary school from hey. PK. Family matter, I don't even understand. Uh, uh, okay, by the way, so Fancy people, people, here's the mobile number. Since <laughs> you are much older, 0593041510. They're building an ultra modding administration block and a resource center worth almost half a million dollars it's taking about eight year groups to do this it's a major project the 2000 year group is spearheading it lucy Ejepong, and telmateria are here to talk about that you can go on social media and get more information about this and i think it's a good plan we don't need to go alone so maybe my preset 2098 year group should join with other people because our speech <laughs> yeah. is next year actually the money <laughs> You want to raise one billion. All right, thank you, ladies, for being on the show. Yes. Yes. Why, Prusak, why? I'm not with you. Prusak, why? 
Okay, let me, let me let me rephrase that. Rephrase it. I think it would have been a phenomenal experience yes. for me to walk the hallowed halls of Presec <laughs> as a six former. Wait, 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 yellow. I do my Presec a lot. I know, I know. It's I really that, do. It's just that when it comes to Accra Tef, you sometimes don't want Motown to go ahead of Yes, yeah, the rivalry is, is like but an, it's healthy rivalry. It's an Accra thing. This is, mm, it's an Accra thing. You see the comment the person made? Mm-hmm. This is how our schools are getting ruined by things that we're not doing properly. Look, these we, schools have important legacies. We have to do stuff to make the schools work. We have to make our schools yeah. work. We have to make Thank you, Fakta Nonverba. You're welcome. What's your motto, Prisak? In Luminito Vidabi Muslimen. Eh? Psalm 36 verse 9. Oh yeah. In thy light we shall see light. That's all. Bena, good morning. That's all. Uh, um, <laughs> O'Reilly SHS. Can we do the news right now? That's all a bad man. The intellectual padon your dance and one more pass mark. For money we will share blood. Nyame be your obechel. Kalebuda is here with the news at 10. Good morning, Kale.